The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Like my sound, let's go. Let's ride. I got a rather large amount in a Swiss bank account. Damn, that's scary. So, wait, does Matt usually put our vamps in here or does he fucking leave them out? Nah, not really. Oh, man. He should listen to them, though. He should. And just, like, pick and choose shit to start whatever. I, I mean, it's... I like, the, I like the thought of, like, us, like, vamping and shit and then... Yeah. Well, like, let's the fucking, let's the fucking record in uh, 15 seconds. Okay. All right. So, that'll be the 530 mark. Um, I'm going to start with a joke. Okay. All right. So, he better not cut this part out. You hear that, Matt? Three, two... <laughs> hey, Will! Hey, Micah. Why was everyone excited at the morgue? I don't know. Why? Because it's open mic night. Oh, I wish I get it. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, okay, like, like elaborate. Cause it no. was an autopsy. They're opening up Mike. It's ah, an open mic night. There it the is. The fact that I had to explain. God damn I it. I fucked it up. Yeah, shit. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of... Damn, that's scary. Woo! How are you guys doing? It is... We are recording here September 23rd in beautiful Buffalo, New York at the Podcast Precinct. Quick shout out to Arboreal Inc. Yes, sir. They're our uh, sponsor there. If you want a fucking tattoo, you go to them and get some shit done. Tattoos and or piercings, too. Yes, tattoos and or piercings. They're on Hurdle Avenue in North Buffalo. Uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. How about you, dude? I am. Uh, I'm tired. We're recording a little, uh, a little earlier than normal. Uh, yeah. I had a really bad night's sleep last night. No reason for it. Just couldn't fucking fall asleep. Yeah, I legit didn't fall asleep till one o'clock in the morning on my couch, and then I woke up at like three. I'm like, shit, I gotta fucking go to bed. Did you do the whole like, uh, um, like try to like jerk off to, and like fall asleep thing? No, I usually save my jerking off for like during the day. During the day, yeah. Aren't you like exhausted after that though? I mean, or are you just like, or is it like a cup of coffee for? It? I feel like there's two different types of <laughs> types of guys. Like they use it as like a cup of coffee, or like a, I can't sleep. I better do this. Um, once in a while, yeah, but like, I, like, I, I always have like the like the like the the fucking um the fear of like my girl like waking up in the middle of the night and like I'm gonna couch like Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with, <laughs> and then like she sees me, she's like. Like, granted, don't like fucking like this is all she published so jokes, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but <laughs> so like, I have I have that intense fear of like being caught jerking off. Being honestly. caught jerking off. Yeah. Have you ever been caught jerking off? Oh, several times growing up. Several. Yeah. By your mom? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. That's bad news, man. I came close one time, and it was like the computer was in my room. It's like 1998. Yeah. And I. Um, I just heard like the door open up and I hit that power button real quick <laughs> and I put my feet up because my back was to the uh, my like the chair I was in was really big. Yeah. My back's to the door. Yeah. I put my feet up and kind of like crouched down. She opened the door to let the fucking cat in my room and then <laughs> closed it. And I was like, <sighs> yeah, I've, 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 always, I've, always, I've almost been caught several times watching fucking real sex on HBO growing up. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that show is great. If you go back and watch it, not so much. No. It was just the fact that like people were naked and it was cool. And we were young. Children. We were young. Yeah. I was like, I don't fucking care. I'm seeing boobs. But when you go back and watch it, it's like, man, this yeah. is not hot at all. I've also like 
I don't know about you, but like, have you have you ever like kept like a folder of like images? Oh fuck yeah, dude! Yeah. Dude, we had a folder between like ten of us kids in middle school, yeah, where we would like. I uh, pass it off like who gets it today this week for a few days and then you would contribute to it. You yeah. would get like find like a, a magazine like cut something out throw it in or somebody with a color printer yeah. will fucking cut something out throw it in um, that or I remember like the one time like it was the holy grail this kid fucking threw a CD-ROM in there. Oh wow. Yeah dude that thing was fucking great. Shit. Well, my, uh, my, my dad had like I don't mean to fucking throw him under the bus. Yeah um, whatever. Like my dad like he had like magazines, magazines just out like growing up really yeah and wow. I, I used to like i used to like take like rip like 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 pages and stuff like like oh she looked really good i'm gonna take this home and then i just <laughs> put it in my folder and one day my mom actually like caught me with the folder no shit like, I, remember, I remember it so vividly because i was like, like 13 maybe and it was uh one of those uh, blue blue five star folders back in the day yeah um i had it and i and i it was on the couch she got home i said shit and so I, 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 I tried to grab it, and I guess my body language was like, uh, I'm sure you were maybe, very maybe sweaty. Maybe he shouldn't have that. Yeah. And yeah. She, she's, she's like, what's, what's that? What you got in your hands there, boy? <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I always fucking make my mom southern. <laughs> and um, and I showed it to it, and then <laughs> I gave her the fucking folder, and she opened it. And she said, huh. Then we had a conversation. Oh, I bet, man. <laughs> yeah. I bet. And dude, I wish sex ed was better like, I like growing up. Cause, like, I, uh, and also, I wish parents were a lot cooler about that shit, too. I do, too. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like now, like, uh, it's shit's a little more lenient because it's just, it's so natural. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you think it's more lenient now, but like, I feel like parents are, I feel like, like our generation of people like, who are parents now, like, are kind of the same way, like, like, like our parents are, too. Really? I think so. I don't know why. I don't know, dude. I don't. Know. I'm 37. I don't have kids, so I just. Well, I'm 35. Know. I don't have kids either. Yeah. See. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I, well, uh, anyways, guys, this is a horror podcast, not a jerking off podcast. <laughs> no. Sorry for that. Uh, sorry about for that weird you know, opener. We like we like we like to give you guys a little insight. Sometimes. Well, you want to know more about uh, Micah and Will, yeah, the hosts of this this wonderful horror podcast. Yeah. Uh, not horror, but horror. I mean, it could be a horror podcast. It I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, real quick, I just wanted to talk a little bit about last week when I shit on Canadian horror. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine brought to my attention that there is a studio in Canada called Black Fawn. And yes, they do put out really good fucking horror movies. Okay. Um, I guess my thing is, I guess the more of like the mainstream Canadian horror that's coming out now, mm-hmm. when I say mainstream, Black Fawn is very indie and okay. it's kind of hard to come by. Like, I don't think any of Black Fawn stuff is on Shutter yet. Yeah. Um, and of course, you have those boys at Astron 6. They worked with Troma for a little bit. Okay. Um, Wolf Cop is Canadian, you know, like Ginger it, Snaps is Canadian. Ginger right? Snaps is Canadian, but Ginger Snaps is also a 20 year old movie. Uh, no, which, I mean, yeah, I'm just dude, like, by the right? way, like. Like I, I guess, like my Canadian horror that I truly love is like, I uh, fucking uh, uh, my bloody Valentine, like shit, yeah. like that, like uh, fucking uh, obviously Ginger Snaps, mm-hmm. um, like stuff like like Dark Was the Night, like stuff like that. I uh, like that's like my type of Canadian horror. The stuff yeah. that's coming out now, I think, is just really fucking weird, and it looks weird. Okay, it, I, they, I honestly haven't watched much Canadian horror. They recently, all so look like. They all kind of look like they're being shot like a Twilight movie. Like, oh. how fucking gloomy is is Canada? It's, it's, I don't think it's. it's I, don't, I don't think it's. As I don't know, dude. As... I feel like when you go up north, see now being in Buffalo, we're basically a suburb of Toronto, pretty much. But like when you go to Toronto, we it's called, great. We, we are called fucking Canada's toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, well, like when you go to Toronto, it's like New York City. 
Like, it's pretty cool. But yeah. then I feel like the rest of Canada is just, like, the frozen tundra. Yeah. It's like Toronto, and then you have Quebec, and then, like, I don't know. It's like, yeah. And then right? everywhere, yeah, everywhere, everywhere else, else is yeah. just, like, bears and moose. Bears and... Bears and moose, eh? See, I can't do a Canadian accent. It's terrible. I, I, I don't know many black Canadians. Yeah. So I don't know how they talk. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, so I think maybe you were spot on. I don't know if it was. Yeah, it's, I guess it would be more like, uh, ooh, you haven't watched Blood Quantum, eh? Blood Quantum is actually really good because there's a lot of native Canadians. <laughs> and like, if there was in a Canadian zombie apocalypse, I feel like, the na- like you know, like I, I feel like that's kind of like You're how Canadian they fucking... Sounds, sounds, sounds like an asshole. <laughs> well, it sounds like an asshole that we know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we won't talk about that. Uh, I, okay, yeah. So I guess, you know, sorry... Canada, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, you guys did a great job with fucking uh, that Mary Lou fucking uh, uh, prom, uh, night two? Prom, prom night two. Yeah, was that prom, Canada? It was. It was oh, a Canadian shit. movie, okay. which actually kind of coincides with the film we're going to talk about today. That was actually one of the first like um, non like mainstream horror movies that I ever watched. No shit. Yeah. When? Oh fuck! Back in like the nineties, uh, late nineties, I think. Yeah. Dude, good for you. What'd yeah, you think yeah. of that one? I liked it. Yeah, I dude. It, yeah, uh, a little, I, I haven't watched it since then, but like I, I remember like liking it though. Super fucking weird that we're talking about this because I actually fell asleep watching it last night. Oh yeah, yeah, shit, yeah, fucking uh, Michael Ironside. Like you can't go wrong with that dude. He's yeah, yeah. awesome. Uh, uh, real quick, I want to give everybody a little recommendation for the week. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two. Everything kind of sucks now in the world. Yeah. Um, and I feel like if you go back and watch a really bonkers horror movie, it makes you feel good about life. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two. My God, that is so much fun. It okay. might be the greatest sequel ever made, like in the history of sequels. And that I'm going uh, as far as to say, like it's a better sequel than T Two. Um, really yeah dude texas chainsaw massacre 2 is so bananas we introduced chop top which is one of the greatest horror villains ever okay um and it's a goddamn fucking shame that we haven't gotten more chop top since this movie mm-hmm. uh there was a movie supposed to come out i think in the early 90s after uh texas chainsaw massacre 3 which is just called leatherface yeah uh, i uh i i had a really nice experience with the gentle, the, the actor gentleman that played Leatherface in that movie. We'll talk about that some other time. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, there was a movie Toby Hooper was trying to make called American Massacre, and okay. it followed Chop Top because Chop Top survives at the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. They don't really show him dying. Um, of course. So wait, so they they just though he just doesn't come back for any of the sequels? No, man, that's stupid. Then it bums me out. Um, but they you could look it up. It's on YouTube. If okay. you if you search so for our listeners, if you don't know about this, I want you to search American Massacre. Uh, it's Chop Top in prison, and it's like a college film crew. They are doing a documentary on the murders uh, of this from the Sawyer family, and mm-hmm. they interview uh, Chop Top. Okay. And then eventually, I guess, Chop Top kind of causes a riot in the prison, and the whole movie takes place in this prison. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's, it's not like a... It's one of those things where, they like, I think Toby Hooper, like, made, like, a faux trailer for it mm-hmm. to try to get, like, funding for it, and then it just never happened. And, like, Bill Mosley was there reprising his ro- role as Chop Top, which, uh, I mean, Speaking dude... Speaking of fucking Bill Mosley, like, we watched something earlier today that I, I like... 
I was like, I saw him like, I was like, in my head, I was like, that motherfucker looks familiar as shit. And then you fucking say it's fucking <laughs> ah. Bill Mosley from the fucking Devil's Rejects. Yes. And all shit. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, isn't he just like a normal dude? Like a regular ass dude. I rode in, and my wife and I actually rode an elevator with Bill Mosley. No way. Yeah, in Pittsburgh. We first started seeing each other back in like 2011. We went to Pittsburgh for a con. We hung out and we get in the elevator and we hear like, hey, guys, mind uh, holding that elevator there for me? And we're like, yeah, sure. Bill Mosley fucking walks in. That's fucking dope. And like, we're like fucking like nudging each other. Like, that's fucking job dog. That's Bill Mosley. That's Otis. Oh, fuck. The fuck shit. What do we do? He's five foot two. He's awesome. Wait, he's not sure for real. He's a tiny guy. He's like Prince. <laughs> oh, shit. Right. Yeah, but I mean, he's fucking terrifying because it's still it's like Bill Mosley plays like this, some of the scariest characters ever yeah uh which uh bill mosley holy fuck dude if you have never seen charlie's farm i highly recommend it because he's awesome in that and then also boar um bill mosley's in so much shit obviously he's in tom savini's fucking uh uh remake of night of the living dead at the beginning of it they're coming to get you barbara uh bill mosley bill mosley is just is is so fucking cool and what we were watching and this is another recommendation for everybody go on shutter if you do not have this actually leads into my first part of the news Mm -hmm. you have to subscribe to shutter uh, all of you do. Yeah. I highly fucking recommend it. They're getting a lot of original content. I know for a while there, there was kind of a lull, um, and it's like, what the fuck are we doing, Shutter? You're not really getting a lot of new stuff, but they mm-hmm. are just banging out fucking shit left and right. Uh, one of the things they just got the rights to back on the 14th uh, was the uh, two seasons of Holliston, which is Adam Green's uh, kind of like a parody of a sitcom. Yeah. Which just like, uh, it's it's almost like a dig on Big Bang Theory, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, with like the laugh track and stuff like that. But there is mad fucking cameos. Like Victor Crowley pops up in an episode. Does he? Uh, that was the, the opener. Uh, Victor Crowley pops up and kills Adam Green while he's having a dream. Uh, uh, and then like... Uh, oh, that's what it was. Yeah, brother. Oh, okay. br- yeah, brother from Gore, uh, okay. uh, who passed away. Odorous. Uh, uh, he fucking. Uh, he's Adam Green's like imaginary friend. Lives in a closet. Mm-hmm. Um, D. Snyder is in it. Yeah. Uh, he he fucking runs like a, a a local cable station. Something like that. Yeah, yeah dude. He he's in a, a he's band. In, a and like, like full D. Snyder fucking gimmick too, though. Yeah, but it's not D. Snyder. His name's like Lance Rocket. He's in a or, Van or Halen full, cover band. Full twisted sister gimmick too. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's dude. It's just awesome. Yeah. But Bill Mosley makes a cameo in episode two of the first season. Mm. Um, and that's that's what we're talking about, dude. It's just fucking great. Mad fucking cameos, which uh, like I said, leads it to the first set of news that we have today does news uh shutter has finally reached one million subscribers look at that dude good for shutter hell dude, yeah for six bucks a month and if you want a lot of good fucking horror content get shutter uh i mean i live by shutter i will die by shutter yeah i i was off of shutter for a while but, but now i'm back on it because of this podcast um shutter is one of the most dopest things like anybody could fucking ever subscribe to so yeah do it up ah oh, man i had my leg crossed over here yeah and i have that my whole leg fell asleep thing and now it hurts like when you've been on the shitter too long looking at fucking instagram or whatever yeah that happens to me too i don't oh, like it fuck, 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 fuck. i'll give it a good shake oh fuck okay uh, <laughs> Life in your 30s, folks. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. everything just starts going. It's weird. Uh, Stranger Things season four. The filming came to a halt, of course, and it has been delayed due to COVID nineteen. Fucking COVID. Yeah, goddamn it, this goddamn coronavirus. Uh, well, it turns out that things are going to pick back up, and filming is going to resume for season four. There you go. Uh, on September twenty eighth. So next week we're going to get. Uh, Hopefully, there's not much left to film. Maybe there's just some reshoots because we did have that really cool fucking teaser where it had David Harbour at the the Russian camp. Yeah. I don't know what he was doing, fucking yeah, yeah. digging or whatever. So right. it shows that uh, he is still alive. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> it's not a... I mean, it's I not mean, really like, a spoiler alert. Like, for, for those assholes who haven't watched the fucking show, yeah, yeah, it's kind of a spoiler alert. But. I think everybody in America including people that aren't really into horror are into stranger things because it's like that stranger things kind of went along line the same vein of game of thrones where it had so much internet clout everybody's making memes about it people are just like well i guess i'll watch it yeah kind of like how everybody was like okay there's a lot of memes of sandra bullock with a fucking blind around her eyes what is this shit about i still haven't seen that movie by the way uh yeah fuck that movie fuck machine gun kelly um So fucking is he in that movie? Yeah, he's fucking in it. Oh. I fucking can't stand that guy. Well, who can? I know his rap is terrible. He's uh, terrible. Okay, I mean, the, the the fucking the rap he had against uh, this is not a rap podcast by the way. But the, the fucking the, the, the gimmick that he put up that he put out against Eminem was fucking was kind of dope. I ain't gonna lie. But then Eminem just fucking destroyed him. So yeah, yeah. you don't. Uh, and also, I'm a firm believer in that everybody in Hollywood, everyone famous, uh, everything is for the most part. And there's it's, it's all smoke and mirrors yeah yeah. Oh, yeah i think machine gun kelly and eminem are boys and they just wanted to fucking make some money and fucking Probably, yeah. we're just like hey yo let's diss each other shit like that i don't know yeah um and then of course you know eminem being the fucking old dog came out on top on that but it also gave a lot of clout to fucking machine, machine gun kelly, gun yeah. kelly. why the fuck are we talking about this i know let's move on. <laughs> moving on moving on all right man what do you got over there well i have um, as far as news is concerned, um, there is a trick or treat um, graphic novel that's getting ready to re- be re released. Oh, that's so cool! Um, it's called the Trick or Treat Omnibus. It's in stores and available today, actually online and in stores. Um, like feature- t- today, today, yeah, today, today, the twenty third. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Uh, it's called Trick or Treat Omnibus Sam's Tenth Anniversary Collection. I am going to go to Queen City Bookstore right after this, get it, and I'm going to review it on the other podcast I'm on panel discussion. There you go. Dude, that's uh, awesome. This new deluxe edition features all new cover art and brings all of Sam's stories together into one collection for the first time. That's so cool. So I guess they're gonna do like they're gonna do like um all like the original stuff from the, from the movie for, for, into a graphic novel um, form, and then they're going to and then there's like four new um, trick details. What? Yeah. Uh, one of the one of the things is like discover old world lovers whose romance takes a chilling turn and western pioneers who discover the dark side of the frontier. So it's gonna it's like a flashback, like like uh, it seemed seemed like because it was like like nineteen fifties L A apparently. So whoa, yeah. and Sam's involved in this, yeah. Okay, now, of course you know we, we know Sam Haim is the basically the god of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, now Michael Doherty he created Sam back in the nineties, and okay. he had like a little cartoon, um, little cartoons and shit like that. They're on YouTube. They're really are they okay. My 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 six year old niece fucking loves it. Really? Yeah, because uh, Sam's cute. He is, and, and then you take off take off the fucking mask, and then and then you realize he's a fucking demon. He's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking yeah. Yeah, absolutely terrifying. Yeah, you yeah. shoot him with a shotgun. He's full of pumpkin guts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
The movie's so great. Uh, to give you an idea how much I love this character and how much I love Trick or Treat, I mm-hmm. actually uh, immortalized Sam on... Immortalized because I'm going to fucking die. Um, I actually have Sam on my forearm. Um, yeah, uh, by yeah. our sponsor, Arboreal Inc. There you go. And it is absolutely phenomenal. It's something I'm going to start doing on uh, our instagram for the month of october i'm gonna start posting all my horror tattoos yeah yeah i mean like which if, means if you maybe can... you should get one too i'm I, i'm thinking about it i am if you get a fucking nightmare on elm street tattoo i have like i have to at this point that's your jam dude yeah man that is that's what brought you into this genre um yeah essentially yeah yeah man right uh <laughs> this uh let's see what do we got here what else we got uh this? i did actually want to bring up that hammer horror came out with a 20 disc box set mm-hmm. uh it's gonna be coming out november 17th uh i've always said that hammer is superior to universal okay uh with like the universal monsters and stuff like that i feel right, like right. hammer is grittier there's more nudity there's nudity <laughs> uh and it's just like a lot more violence in the acting nudity horror you don't say man oh man nothing i love more than some breast and beats beat beast jesus Whoa. some breast some beast and some fucking gore, man. I go. fucking love that shit. Uh, now these Hammer movies that are on there, it, it they're the ones from like the '60s to early '70s. Mm-hmm. It's cl- definitely not all of the collection. I mean, because there's fucking hundreds of them. Okay. Um, uh, but it's 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 being released by Mill Creek Entertainment. I don't really know much about Mill Creek Entertainment, but it is a box set. So for you fans of old classic horror, I definitely would uh, look into maybe pre-ordering this or yeah. just. You know, check it out now with with Mill Creek Entertainment because Mill Creek is a, is like a suburb of Erie, right? Do you think they're from Erie, or do you think? Does it, it just, I highly doubt Mill Creek Entertainment is from my hometown. Well, I wasn't asking. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of was asking for that. Yeah, right, you though. totally yeah. were. Right. No, I don't. I, I I mean, there's. I'm sure there's more than one Mill Creek. Same way there's there's a Rochester, New York, and then there's a Rochester, Texas, and every town has an Elm Street. Fuck, that's good. Uh, what else you got over there, Tiger? All right. Well, this is, um, I guess, I guess this is kind of horror related, but it's also like wrestling related too, because you know we we do the wrestle stuff. And we are wrestlers. Um, so WWE's The Undertaker. Um, it seems like he is releasing his own bottle of wine. Okay. Now, what do you think that would taste like? Is it is it like a Pinot Noir? Is it like I, Dead Man Red? Like I feel like because he's I, I, I'm pretty sure he's like heavily into like whiskeys and stuff like that. So I feel like it's one of those wines that was, that has been fermented in like a whiskey barrel, a barrel aged uh, wine. Yeah, dude, have you had that shit before? It's pretty good, like whiskey wine. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, you have to drink it out of like a fucking sniffer glass or whatever. Yeah, uh, it's oh fuck, it's so good. Apothic does a limited edition run i think like once a year apothic has oh, they also have very good fucking um like red blends too yeah i mean that's their main thing is like that's oh, their okay. claim to well, fame yeah. is the blend and the fact that it's like dirt cheap but doesn't fucking kill you like shit in a plastic bottle does they gotcha yeah um, so the first two offerings from wwe wines because that's that's the company that they they launched apparently um, wait a minute yeah <laughs> wait just a minute. Read that part okay so is this is this Mark Calloway's company, or is this WWE doing it and slapping the Undertaker's face? You on know it? what? That makes a lot of sense because I think it's just WWE doing it and putting Taker's logo on it. So let me just, let me just get through it. Uh, the first Sorry. two offerings from WWE wines are inspired by the Undertaker um, and the Ultimate Warrior, who died a few years ago. <sighs> if you didn't know, 
Um, hey, don't don't feel bad. He's a piece of shit. No, he was. Um, yeah, everybody that glorified the warrior and this whole like warrior award that yeah. comes out like, yo, the ultimate warrior was a piece of shit. He's a cocksucker. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You do not fucking have the the rise and fall of the ultimate warrior. Well, I, I guess where they just just that, they the, shit on him, and then he dies, and then it's like, oh hey, guess what? He's awesome. Yeah. No, he was. A, I, 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 I can't use that as an insult because it's just like I guess kind of homophobic so i'm sorry about that he but he's, was he's, homophobic he's, well yeah no he was homophobic but he was just a, a fucking terrible terrible human being he was racist yeah. he was homophobic uh and he was misogynist yes. you know yeah yeah he yeah wasn't a good person yeah so uh back to the fucking wine takers 2018 uh wine his his quote wine anyway it's supposed to be a cabernet savion Oh, Savion Blanc or, or, or cab sav for the fucking people who actually drink wine yeah cab whatever. and lawyers Bullshit is a 2019 Zippendale. So, yeah. Oh, it's a Zen. Yeah. So, yeah, that's not... You know what? Actually, this probably wasn't really uh, worth being mentioned, to be honest. No, it is, because it's The Undertaker. Undertaker's horror. I mean, he is. But, like, like, it's it's kind of disappointing. I wish I would have read this all the way through before I came on air, because I didn't know it was... This is actually a WWE thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway... Wow, kind of, uh, and if you're a horror fan, chances are you're a wrestling fan. Hopefully we didn't lose you at this point. Yeah. But I feel like this is kind of, uh, oh, hey, Chris Jericho has his thing. Yeah. Why don't we? Right, yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Honestly, probably. That's fucking shitty. Yeah. Right, what, uh, what else we got? Lucifer. Okay. Lucifer, the TV series, was on Fox, and then it was canceled, and everybody was up in arms over it like oh my god we need more lucifer he's so hot um now, have you watched any of this fucking show absolutely not okay no um i am so devoted to finishing supernatural that mm-hmm. that is my cheesy fucking tv series that like okay. i'm mainly going through right now you I'm talk on- about the show a lot too i think everyone's my girl was like she actually wants to get into it now supernatural just finished their last season yeah which is season 15 dude there's like 15 years already? 300 fucking episodes jesus christ dude let me say that again 300 episodes that's, that's actually pretty fucking sweet that's insane dude yeah. every season has like 20 episodes mm-hmm. it's not like here's 10 episodes whatever you gotta wait two years to get more shit yeah, yeah. like there's so much fucking content and it's uh supernatural like kind of became like a parody of itself then it got serious again uh but shit i'm sorry so Luc- lucifer yeah all right so it turns out Netflix. Of course, we all know Netflix fucking picked it up. They gave us a season, and they're like, "Okay, one more season. It's going to be the last season." Well, it is number one in streaming rankings. That's like over the whole board. That's insane. Like, uh, like every platform, whatever, it is the most streamed series right now. Um, so I, I guess it has to be good. If that's the case, then. I mean, I, I guess I. I, I guess I, 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 remember, I remember seeing previews for it when like when it premiered on Fox. I was like, "This is gonna be a bullshit show." I I wasn't interested. Yeah, nothing, no, nothing no. really. I uh, yeah. no. My boss at the time was just like, "Micah, I know you like horror. I'm into this show now, and it's so good. It's called Lucifer." And I'm like, "Let me stop you right there." Yeah, exactly. Like, dude, I just watched Street Trash last night <laughs> where they play football with a severed dick. Yeah, like I, I don't fucking care about this show um but what i i guess i do care about is that it is tops and streaming Mm -hmm. and they and this is kind of fun they had the first half of this season that's out right now i don't know what number it is four or five whatever yeah and they had to cut it off at like a mid series 
a mid-season finale uh-huh. because they had to fucking reshoot the rest of the season because this season was shot as the last season yeah. and Netflix was, was like, absolutely not. Here's all the fucking money you need. We need more of this fucking show. Keep the series going. So the creators huh. and stuff were just like, well, all right. <laughs> I I mean, sure. Fuck yeah, yeah. it. So they're, reshoot- they're rewriting and they're reshooting. And I guess there's another season after this. I don't know if that's going to be the last season or this is actually going to turn into a something like Supernatural because Supernatural was supposed to be a five-season show. Oh, shit. Wait, what? Supernatural was supposed to be five seasons. It was all, so you had season one, two, three, four, five, all leading up to Lucifer being released from his cage uh-huh. uh, and then preventing the apocalypse. Yeah. Um, and it was this whole thing where, like... Uh, uh, the one brother was uh, Michael's, the Archangel Michael's sword, okay. and then the other brother was supposed to take the form of the other brother. Uh, L- Lucifer was supposed to take the form of the other brother, and they were supposed to do battle, and that was oh, going to decide sure. the fate of the world. Um, and that was going to be the series finale. Well, they uh, they end up trapping Lucifer back in a cage, and season six was just like goofy as shit because yeah. all the creators were just like well the show was supposed to fucking end what are we, yeah, where, yeah, where yeah. Did we go from here they, they beat lucifer like what do we do now right uh yeah so it's uh it just kind of kept kept fucking going whatever um huh. yeah uh you got anything else over there um i have one board one more tidbit um so apparently hbo is working on this show that kind of piques my interest a little bit okay um it is a hip hop vampire series called Thirst. <laughs> um, so apparently HBO has been busy with their since they launched up HBO Max, which is their new streaming fucking service where they have all the dope fucking TV shows and movies and uh, blase blase. Yeah. Um, just description of the show from Variety magazine or their website. Who gives a fuck? Is Thirst tells the story of a brilliant but cocky Atlanta rapper who thinks he's found his way to stardom when he links up with hip-hop's hottest group. But he has no idea that they are hiding a terrifying secret. They are a family of vampires with roots going back to the centuries. Going back centuries. Um, the series comes from creators Leah Benavidez? B. Don't worry about Rodriguez. that. Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Carlito Rodriguez. And is based on a concept created by Kevin Jordan. I don't know any of those names. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't fucking care. Um, so yeah, that, that sounds like a fucking. It's going to be a, a, a weird, fun time. And I'm into it. So these vampires have been. It around sounds for like centuries. it sounds like it's going to be like a vampire Brooklyn situation, which is okay. Is this is this playing on but, the fucking coattails of what we do in the shadows? Possibly because there are two episodes where they kind of introduce a rapping vampire. But the vampire is like a hundred, like a few hundred years old. But he just started rapping in the nineties. Oh shit! I, so I would that, that be like, a, huh? Yes, yeah, so I, I like literally as far as the description like of the series, like that's all I know. Oh my god! So I hope this is a comedy. It has to be. Yeah, there's no way it can't be a fucking comedy. You know what this kind of reminds me of? What? Leprechaun in the Hood. Oh, that fucking movie. I <laughs> where like they. The leprechaun like makes them rappers. Yeah, yeah. You remember that? Didn't they do like two of those fucking movies too? <sighs> yes, two in the hood movies with leprechaun. So we had leprechaun in space, and then we had leprechaun in the hood, and then hey, leprechaun's like back in the hood. I'm gonna back go- to the hood. I'm gonna go back to the hood. The first one was with uh, Ice T. Okay, and then the second one I think was like this magic flute, and the magic flute is what turned like these like. Uh, 
like trying to be rappers it kind of turned them into rappers yeah see i checked out the leprechaun after the first one. Oh, I like, I like the first one but like i couldn't like the world where else can you go with the fucking leprechaun movie i mean uh, it's, it's, it's kind of the same vein where like where else can you go with any other horror movie but i guess okay well the leprechaun series is amazing <laughs> right. uh i enjoy all the movies for okay. what they're worth and the last installment of leprechaun which is actually a direct sequel to the first one is that the one the, the, the fed made that one no, no, that horse no. One? Okay, yeah. okay. Let me, let me, okay. uh, let me give you something a second here. That movie is shit. Yeah, that Leprechaun Origins. I, I, I believe it was. I don't fucking acknowledge that movie. Okay, um, that was, that wasn't even my kind of shit. Like, because yeah, I like, yeah. I like my filth movies. All I like right. trash. That movie was just not fun at all. Okay. Um, this last installment of Leprechaun, where it's like. Uh, it's a it's a direct sequel to the first one. They actually have a the, the character Ozzy is back in it. Okay, um, that had no right being <laughs> as fucking good as it was. Yeah, but it's cool because it's modern time. So it's like they find like this leprechaun and they don't really. They're like, oh shit, no fucking way, a leprechaun. And they like pull their cell phone out to take a selfie of it, and leprechaun's <laughs> like, what is this? This is brilliant. Okay. A camera, a, a means of communication and <laughs> plays videos. Like it's just it's fun. It's yeah. fun. Okay. Uh Yeah. Okay. All so right. Leprechaun's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right, so yeah, so there's uh yeah, just one more little thing. I don't really I uh, fucking uh, uh Resident Evil Village is going to be coming out for the next gen of uh you know PlayStation 5, this new Xbox and stuff like that. It's getting yeah. a 30-minute spot this weekend at a Capcom event that's going to be streamed online. So 30 minutes of the gameplay is going to be shown on it. It's called Resident Evil Village. If you're fans of Resident Evil, I mean maybe check this out. Mm-hmm. I I enjoy playing Resident Evil games as as frustrating as they are and shit like yeah. that, but they're still fucking fun. Um, See, here's, here's the thing, I because I recently bought Resident Evil Seven to play. That's the one where it's in like a house. Yeah, that's supposed to be. I haven't played that one yet, but I heard it's terrifying. I can't get through it. What? I can't get through it. Why? Like, well, first of all, because I'm kind of a bitch. But <laughs> secondary, like it's it is it's legitimately a terrifying game. Like I, I remember, like when it, when it first came out, I remember watching like YouTube videos of, of, of like somebody else playing it. And, yeah. Like in like this is when I worked fucking at at um, that fucking place that I don't know if I can say because Bureau Bird's house, fucking I don't care. <laughs> um, I worked there and on my lunch break I would watch fucking I would watch like fucking YouTube videos. So that was one of the things I would watch. I watched fucking some fucking random person play. Um, I'm saying it out loud. It's kind of weird watching people play video games on, online. That's, that's a thing. That's, that's, a, that's, that's, dude, that's a thing now. That's what everyone does. I mean, I watch gameplay too. Yeah, but like, yeah. like watching that and like the fucking the, the fucking jump scares get you. Like, I remember like watching those fucking videos. I work and be like, oh shit. <laughs> and then like, like it, it, it made me want to play it though because I was like, okay, I, I watched it. I know it's gonna come. Yeah, so I, I can play it without fucking being freaked out. I still, I still can't fucking play it. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fuck. Is that good? I think it is. Can, can I borrow it? <laughs> well. I, I downloaded it. Ah, it's to download all right. It. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next thing I'm going to download is that fucking Tony Hawk shit, man. I fucking love it. I wish it wasn't forty dollars though. Look, fifty dollars, I think. Fifty? Yeah. I mean, oh it's, man, it's a remake not, of a game shouldn't be. 50 it shouldn't bucks. be. But I, no. I, I get it though. Make your money, Tony Hawk. Yeah, make your money, dude. Uh, real quick before we get into the movie of the day, I want to mention that the whole month of October, mm-hmm. we are now. If you haven't noticed yet, I. Uh, we kind of have a theme. It wasn't actually on purpose, but we've been talking about and reviewing obscure slashers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not just from the 80s, but I mean, we did a 2006 movie. Um, but right. like, uh, 
so I guess that would have been our theme for our first our first month doing this show. Which, by the way, guys, thank you so much for the love and support. Yeah, thank you guys uh, so much. This means the world to uh, us. Seriously, I uh, and we love doing this. Um, but for the month of October, we're going to cover vampires. I'm going to go into like a little bit of a history list. <laughs> Speaking of vampires, yeah, fuck shit. Yeah, there you go, man. Yeah. Uh, the whole month of uh, October. Should have been the last bit of news that we could have fucking segued. God damn it. Should we redo this? No, it's too late. Um, We're going to be doing vampires for the whole month of October. If you guys have any suggestions for us, uh, we'll give you the information on how to get a hold of us at the end of the episode. Yeah. But uh, definitely shoot us some stuff that you actually want us to break down, review, and give you facts and information on. And not not like like well-known shit. Don't send us fucking Twilight because we'll kill you. And we all know about... Don't send us interviews of vampire because we've all seen that. And of course... Like as as much as I want to like be like, hey, let's fucking talk about the Lost Boys. I mean, I'll probably oh, yeah. I'll probably mention it, uh, just out of respect and all that. But like, we all know everything about the Lost Boys. Like, let's get let's get deep. They're let's just get... noodles, Michael. <laughs> God damn it! I fucking love that. So good. Yeah, I was him for Halloween a couple of years ago. You were. Yeah. Um. Well, anyways, I. Uh, so yeah, hit us up with some stuff. We already have our first episode, uh, kind of locked down. It's a classic, probably my one of my personal favorite mm-hmm. fucking vampire movies ever made we'll talk about that next week but right now well you don't want to like give them the title of it or you want to like piece it out for right now oh you know what just so everybody watches it and they can respect it go along with it okay. guys we are actually going to cover fright night uh i we are going to have a, we are going to have a special guest with us uh who is uh a fright night guru guru uh yeah that's going to help us break this movie down we're going to give you how it was made why it was made i've never seen it so i'm I'm looking forward to like watching it just for for this that actually fucking right there that's uh that's part of the reason why i was just like will you got to do this show with me yeah because i want to introduce all this stuff to you and get like a fresh new perspective you've introduced so many good things so far, that means a lot to me, man. Well, that it means mean, a lot that you're watching them and yeah, enjoying them. Well, let's like let's like talk about what we're gonna talk about first. Then, okay, so I guess enjoying. Maybe <laughs> you didn't enjoy this next one. Yeah. Uh, so let's hop in our time machines, guys. Let's get in our fucking DeLorean. Let's rev it up because October sixteenth, nineteen eighty seven. Nineteen eighty seven. What was going on in nineteen eighty seven? What was the number one hit? In America in 1987 in the Billboard charts. You're not going to fucking believe this, dude. It's just kind of like last week, how I blew your mind Fuck with Olivia honestly, newton John. I honestly don't know. <laughs> See, I know you're thinking maybe like Michael Jackson, right? Yeah, I was thinking. Uh, the Bangles, Walk Like an Egyptian what was number fuck? one. Yeah. But when, like, I'm a couple years older than you. Yeah. That song was actually everywhere. Was Yeah. Every fucking station played it, and it was nonstop like, wait, like, on wh- MTV. I'm, I'm I'm trying to figure out like why because the song the song I, I, the song is nonsensical <laughs> to me. It's just about like where do you want to find cops? They're hanging out in the donut shop. I don't know. Walk like oh we oh. Lyrics are actually kind of cool. Right. Uh, the number one movie in America was Eddie Murphy's The Golden Child. Okay. Of course, we all know Ronald Reagan was in office. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, right. And the Super Bowl that year, the Giants defeated the Broncos. Uh, also, the style of the time was they tied an onion to their belt. Not really. The style of the time was actually pastel colors. A lot of soft blues, pinks, and greens. Like, see, because like, I'm into the pastels, though. Are you? Yeah. Like if you see my new tights, man, they're all they're all fucking pastel out. I mean, everything comes full circle, so I mean, like, why not? Um, 
so which leads us to the nineteen eighty seven. I'm gonna say a classic. Oh, are you? What are you gonna say? I'm gonna say a fucking shit fest of a film. S- Slumber Party Massacre Two. Okay, now of course, like we covered Slumber Party Massacre last week, which I know you're a fan of. I do enjoy that one, yeah. Yeah, I do too. I think Slumber Party Massacre is one of the best slashers ever. Uh, and that's, I, I know, okay. that's saying a lot. It has just the right amount of uh, nudity story. Well, anyways, that's not what we're talking about. We covered that last week. Yeah, yeah. So the story behind that, now that came out in 82, this came out in 87. Right. The story behind this is that there were these foreign investors and they loved Slumber Party Massacre so much that they gave Roger Corman a bunch of money to make a sequel. Mm-hmm. So like Corman, he reached out to, uh, uh, oh, yes, of course. Uh, yes. One moment, everybody. Uh, moment Will, Will and I, we're going to have a moment of silence. Uh, right before we were reviewing this movie, we said we would do a toast. Toast? Toast. Toast. Bear with us. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's so good. It is. It really is. Um, that is Jack, uh, Jack Fire was what we're drinking. Oh, it's fire. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, love you, Inferno. <laughs> so, Roger Corman, he reached out to Amy Holden Jones, who did the first movie. Uh huh. She was the one that, uh, you know, directed it. Uh, Rita Mae Young was the one that wrote it. Yeah. Uh, so, she directed that movie. Uh, her response was, Roger. Why the fuck would I make this movie? <laughs> yeah, at this point she was fucking over this shit. Yeah, but she, like, like like you said last week, she like she just like didn't like horror. No, she, she was like horror, like. She, so Amy Holden Jones. Like yeah. her thing was like she was an editor that she wanted to become an aspire. She was aspiring to become a director. Yeah. Huh. Um. Now, Amy was just like this didn't help my career at all. <laughs> I didn't get any gigs from this movie. Right. Uh. Why the fuck would I do this? And not just that. Amy Holden Jones, yeah, she fucking gave up the opportunity to edit Steven Spielberg's E.T. to direct Slumber Party Massacre. Wait, fucking... What? Could you imagine the payday that she would have got from working on E.T.? Editing one of the biggest movies of all fucking time. Seriously, one of the biggest movies of all time. Like, the fact that E.T. is still fucking relevant. Yeah. Like, he pops up in commercials. Like, we all fucking know who E.T. is. Yeah. I'm like, wait. Uh, other than, like, people like us, people don't know what Slumber Party Massacre is. Right. So, like, she... Okay. Wow. Wow. She passed up fucking just editing E.T. where she would have been making money off of... Spielberg money. To this day. 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 I love your Deontay Wilder, by the way. <laughs> uh, That's what that is? Yeah, Deontay Wilder. Said I had that. no idea that was him. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, some uh, somebody was interviewing him, and he said, "I forgot what the interviewer said, but like that's anyways." That's <laughs> it's, it's so. Not, so she would have been making ET money to this day. Yeah, royalties she fucking, and all that shit. But she chose just like because she wanted to direct. She so wanted to. I get the passion of wanting to do what you want to do, dude. Roger Corman is. I'm not going to say he's manipulative, yeah, but like he's very persuasive okay yeah so i think that kind of had a lot to do with it gotcha. uh so roger corman was just like oh fuck what do i do yeah. uh because slumber party massacre he wanted to turn into his female franchise he felt like women should write it and he felt like women should direct it and it's it's his version of feminism horror okay 
So he turned to Deborah Brock. Yeah. Um, uh, what else has she done? I see. Since? The thing is about Deborah Brock is that I didn't really do a lot of research on uh, on like what she did before this. Because yeah, neither neither did I. So I don't really know. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. I, I think one of the reasons why is because I guess I don't really like her. Maybe I don't know. Um, why is that? I. I think I don't, I don't really like her because of how she like just somebody was just like uh, so so Corman was just like hey Deborah Brock make this sequel do yeah. whatever the fuck you want I don't care yeah so if you're gonna take that idea and uh, of of Summer Party Massacre turn it into a sequel like I, her approach to this movie was just very very fucking weird okay very weird um. And somebody in an interview was uh, was interviewing Deborah Brock and was just like, "So, what exactly were you going for here?" Yeah. And her response was like, "Well, you know, black comedy, sa- sa- black comedy satire, open ended musical like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Like, why would you compare this movie to Rocky Horror Picture Show? And yeah. like, it's not even a black comedy satire because the comedy in this movie isn't good. No, there's the the jokes suck." Yeah, the, the joke's really... Is it funny? And is it fun to watch with a group of people while you're drinking, maybe smoking some weed? Absolutely, because every time I've watched this movie, I'm, like, balls deep in edibles. Um, yeah, I feel like you have to be, because I... Like, sober me did not Okay, yeah. Like this See, movie. I wish... You ate one of those edibles I gave you and then watched this movie. We still have those, by the way. Because they murder you. Yeah. Uh, so my wife and I, we watched this movie not sober. Ugh. Multiple times. Okay. I did watch this movie sober the other morning just to kind of like have a refresher for this show. How did it feel for you then? Terrible. Yeah. See? Terrible until the part that makes it a classic to me, which I'll get to that later. Oh, right. Um. So how about we just get right into the movie here? We let's have, hop into it. Let's hop into it. We have that weird fucking opener, right? It's a really weird opener, yeah. Weird opener where like the camera is panning around, uh, our, which appears to be our lead actress of the movie, yeah. uh, who is Courtney. Now, Courtney, if you remember, is the younger sister of Valerie from the first movie. She's the young 12-year-old old-ass sister from the first movie, yeah. <sighs> The 30-year-old that they had to play this 12-year-old Jesus. is all grown up now. Now, of course, it's a different actress. It was really weird seeing that fucking old-ass girl, like, pouting like a fucking 12-year-old person. Jesus Christ. It was so weird. Yeah. Um, now, it starts with a dream sequence. The camera's yeah. panning over top of her. There's weird sensual music playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, that music's soft. It's weird. Yep. And it shows uh, Courtney is sleeping, having some dreams, and... <laughs> Real quick, let's 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 talk real quick about this uh, this actress. Okay, her name's Crystal Bernard. Yes, yeah, she is of Wings fame. If anybody, if anybody knows what Wings is, she was on every season of Wings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, Crystal Bernard. She's she's actually still a fox. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, but there's something I want to point out. This actress looks just like the main actress from the last movie, Trish Craven. So you say that, but I, I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like visualizing the last actress, the actress from the last movie and then like putting her face next to it. And I, I don't, you don't think they look alike? I don't see it. I, 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 maybe I have to do like a side-by-side, and like, an, like, an, like an actual side-by-side to see. I see. I think they have like the same kind of like jaw structure, face, eyes. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I think she looks all, uh, suspiciously like Trish from the first film. Hmm. Uh, and yeah, like you said, she was a regular on Wings. Yep. Uh, and she actually has an impressive resume. Uh, yeah, is she so, like, is, is she like, a, is she like actually like a singer? 
Correct. Yeah. Her father was a pastor uh, uh, for a Baptist church. Oh, shit. And she had, uh, she had 12 gospel records that she wrote with her sister. See, I didn't know that, though. Wow. Yeah, right? Uh, also, she's 17 in this movie, right? The, the act, like the character is seventeen. Yeah. The character, the uh, the character Courtney is seventeen. Yeah. Uh, Crystal Bernard is actually twenty six at the time of the filming. Okay, that, like that doesn't bother me because that was that was legitimately like the norm back then. Uh, it totally was, they were, and they were cast, like it still is. It, it, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it, it definitely still is, but but kind of a, that's kind of a rough seventeen year old. I mean, like I like actors and actresses are really good in like. 19 20 years old 21 years old especially yeah. if you get like somebody from the theater yeah uh i somebody younger could have been cast for this but i mean hey, well, they could have been well, like well, well, whatever it's like i'm like 17 like like if they because like i know now that i think they try to like to actually like cast like kids like according to like the age that they're supposed to be in the show they the show. are now but like i don't know if you could like cast like a 17 year old back in the back in the day and expect him to be like to knock out of the fucking park as an actor especially a movie like this yeah yeah, so. and then you get something like the kid from Night of the Demons, where he's just like, "Wow, bodacious tits, sis!" Yeah, like shit like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, also a little fun fact about Crystal Bernard: she actually wrote songs for Paula Abdul. Oh no way! Yeah. So, other than Slumber Party Massacre too, like she's fine. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, yeah. 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 She she actually has a career outside of this, yeah, yeah. unlike pretty much every other fucking coast. Got the residuals. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, I. Uh, Back on this, so she's dreaming, right? She's yeah. dreaming of like this shirtless dude who is who, who hasn't uh, been introduced yet in the movie. Hasn't been introduced. Yeah. We just we're just like okay, like, she's dreaming. Yeah, he kind of looked like uh, Al Bundy's neighbor from Married with Children. Shit, he does. Je- Jeff, Jeffrey, yeah, yeah, he does. Jeffrey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of looked like him, but like like shirtless. He's playing football. He's got wow. a big fucking grin on his face. And who, shit. who was also the, that guy was like uh, one of the, was like the main bully in Revenge of the Nerds. Fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so like, uh, and also like fucking like back on this dude, like he also looks like he could be fucking running as a politician. Yes. Yeah. Like it, the perfect smile, the the quaff of hair and everything. I'm and, not like, gonna lie. He look, he looks like he he looks like Rob Lowe a little bit. Okay, he kind of looks like his, Rob Lowe. His, like, we'll get into, like, like I don't know if you want to like say his name. Well, no, no, we'll talk about him later. Yeah, we'll okay. talk about him when we actually finally introduce him. All right. So, but the, during this dream sequence, shit just goes fucking wild. Shit, the f- and there's, like, a weird, like, like, beat. It's like a weird, like, like the fucking, it's like the Running Man fucking theme. Okay. And it's showing flashes of the first film. But a Six Million Dollar Man theme, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's showing clips from the first film, yeah, huh? where it actually shows the driller killer, yeah, the killing act, the actual, like, yeah, the guy who was actually Russ, in the first movie, yeah, Russ Thorne, yes, the guy who's fucking clad in denim and is a fucking uh, denim cowboy boots, red denim, t-shirt, yes, yeah, yeah, that's my driller killer right there, hell dude. yeah, fuck yeah, uh, so. They're showing clips of that, but then for some reason, during this quick dream sequence montage, they're showing stuff that happens in this fucking movie. Right. They have, they like, have flashes the, of like, it. The, they have the, 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 the character Courtney, who was, again, played by Krista Bernard, like under the couch, and then you see the fucking, some like boots with like metal tips. Yeah, the wingtips walking back it's and forth. Like the, it's like the same boots that they fucking had with the the guy from Halloween Five. Yeah, where they kept following the guy with the fucking wingtip metal yeah, cowboy yeah. boots. So like, it seems like it's supposed to be they're supposed to be like showing clips from their previous movie. Like yeah, like they just like 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 they just read like 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 like, like oof, damn whiskey. <laughs> 
like, like they just fucking refilmed fucking this, this the exact same scene from the first movie and then just like use that as like people supposed to mem- fucking remember that was like from the first movie. Ah, uh, are we supposed to believe that the killer is the same killer from the first movie? Because that's kind of confusing for me. We'll get to that. Okay, yeah. We'll get to that. Because I don't fucking think so. Okay, so then she wakes up kind of like in a panic, whatever. But yeah, then the, the, the main title screen is her like, her like, the, the most panic, the most a, panic face. Oh, like, yeah. slime. The most, panic, slime terif- the most panic and terrified face I've ever seen on, on film. I almost. It was, it was like, it, it reminded me of like how like, how like, like movies will like, like pause and show the title in like, like the 70s. You know I, mean, I, mean? I miss that. Yeah. Yeah. It was like one of those. I, uh, it. I almost said Slime City Massacre. <laughs> so, sorry, Greg. Not Slime City Massacre. Slumber Party Massacre 2. It has the title sequence yeah. right there. And then uh, the next scene we have, we have... Um, the, it was, it's breakfast. Yep. Uh, and that's where we find out that... Uh, so, it's just... It's Courtney's mom doing dishes. Courtney's sitting at the table eating breakfast. But, and there's no, but there's no Valerie from the first movie. There is no Valerie from the first movie. And we find out that she's actually in a psych ward. Yeah. Uh, now, let's talk about the mom. Yeah. Uh, the mom in this scene. She is fucking every mom from the 80s. Literally. Yeah. Like, she was uh, She was the mom from Heather's. She was Winona Ryder's mother. She's, she's the mom from Elm Street 1. I mean, she's not, but well, I mean, she, essentially, she, she, essentially like, yes, yeah. yes, yes, that, 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 that what Will meant was not that, not that same actress, yeah, but no, just no, like, no. the fact that like every mom I feel like was the same in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. And she fit that mold. Yes. Yes, she is locked, 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 locked. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she, she is definitely every mom from the eighties right. and that's where we find out they're, they're doing some little, t- little talking back and forth and we find out that Valerie is actually in. In a psych ward, in a mental institution. Yeah, um, which kind of surprising that Courtney isn't in one right, too. She was there the entire time, but at the same time, she wasn't the one who actually fucking like had the dude die on top of her. It was Valerie. Yeah, yeah, Valerie killed the driller killer yeah, yeah. from the first one. She not only disarmed him, by, <laughs> yeah. by cutting his penis off. That was his drill. Yep. Um, but then also killed him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I could see why. I guess she's a little fuck fucked in the head. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So we leave there. And it's uh, uh, she's she's going to school. She's going to school, yeah. And like, she's going to we, we, we got the, school. We forgot to mention, like part of the part of the dream sequence in her first um, in that first dream sequence was like her seeing like a dead bird on the ground. Why? Is no there idea. A dead bird on the ground. And then she, as, as she's walking outside, going to school, there's like a, a dead white dove. Was it a dove or a pigeon? Yeah, it was a dove. Yeah, yeah it made no sense. It had like a hole in it. Yeah. So I guess it, it's like the whole like, oh, this dove got drilled. Yeah, something like that. I would assume so. But by fucking who? Right. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who like who the fuck? All right. So this who's is that, where who's, we... the, who's that accurate with the drill when the, when the birds flying in the fucking air? And also, it's definitely not the same size drill bit that the driller killer no, used God, because no. that that bird would have been fucking pudding. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, there was like a very nice strategic hole. The bird would have been on the fucking drill and spinning around as the fucking drill was spinning. Yeah. Yeah. Which great visual. Right. That would have been unless you're like with Peta. That's right. Uh, yeah. Um. So this is where we have Amy. We introduce Amy. Amy, who was played by Kim MacArthur. Now, I don't know if anybody knows who Kim MacArthur is or Kimberly MacArthur, but she is a Playboy playmate from the 80s. And my Lord. I actually haven't looked her up yet. I suggest that you do because she is a fucking smoke show. Really? Yeah. Uh, does she? How much does she show? Because Playboy was kind of conservative. 
not back then playboy showed damn near everything well n- let me not well, say it was it. hustler was the one that hustler, was like let's was, spread the pussy lips and show that wop penthouse too um but yeah like hustler yeah, playboy they, they they showed this boobs and they showed bush but they didn't really like get like yeah they never showed depth. like the fucking like 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 here it is they were they were like they were quote tasteful nudes if you want if you can call anything like, anything like that <laughs> just like the first lady <laughs> yeah. her nudes are tasteful evidently so yeah. yes but if it was michelle obama She'd be a slut. Right, exactly. Yeah, but, you know, whatever. Again, I this, digress. This isn't a, politics, uh, a politic podcast. Yeah, either. sorry if we upset any of our Republican listeners. I am not. Um. <laughs> well, because like, not, because, fuck it, I'm not going to get into it, because I can, I, can, I can get real deep right now, but I don't want to do that. Deep. So, deep. All right, so this chick, Amy, also, like, she was in an episode of Magnum P.I., mm-hmm. and I guess on the... On her resume, the very first thing, not just the fact that she was in Playboy, it was like the play, like she was like Playmate of the Year. Yeah, uh, she tried and if out. If you Google her, you will see why. Okay, then. Uh, which I, I fuck, I should. Uh, maybe I'll do it after this. Yeah. Uh, she. I'll do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. You're All good. right, her resume <laughs> for the very top of her resume when she was going to auditions, it said. She tried out for a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader, made it to the finals, but did not make the cut. Like, I don't understand how. I guess the reason for that is, now, this is Dallas Cowboys. Pretty much everyone from this movie is from fucking Texas. This is filmed in California at uh, Roger Corman's uh, studio area, which is the Lumberyard. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh Um, But, like... Everybody's from Texas, so if you pay attention to everyone's accent, they all kind of have like a weird Texas accent, but they're trying to sound like they're Valley Girls, which is yeah. just a very strange combination. Yeah. Uh, so Kimberly, I'm sorry, let's stop calling her that. Amy, Amy yeah. the character Amy picks Courtney up in the car, and they're driving, and this is where we have Tokyo Convertible. <laughs> this fucking song. Yeah, it's just like they're just like talking whatever, and then it's, uh, oh, I love this song, turn it up. Uh, I wanna be your, your Tokyo, Tokyo convertible. convertible. I wanna have fun with, with you. you. But it keeps going on and on it's, and it's on and long, on. It's a long ass fucking scene. A long ass scene. And now this the fucking I, song is it sucks, but it's fucking catchy. I'm not gonna lie. Every fucking song in this movie will get stuck in your head to the like worse than Call Me Maybe. <laughs> uh, like right now, I guess the thing that's haunting my brain the most is WAP, the Cardi B <laughs> song. Yeah. Uh, but these songs actually fucking like like top that. Like uh, the you watch Slumber Party Massacre too. Every one of these songs somehow become embedded in your fucking psyche. Okay. And you, uh, uh, this this movie, I think, broke my brain. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this is where we actually finally introduce the shirtless guy from the G- the dream sequence. Yeah. Uh, Quantum Leap fame. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Patrick Lowe. Uh, this character's name is Matt. Yes. He rolls up in a sweet fucking convertible right next to them, and they have an incredibly boring conversation weird, that we don't fucking yeah. give a shit about. Like, uh, like, like we were saying, like fucking Patrick Lowe looks like Rob Lowe, so I had to Google to make sure he wasn't related to Rob Lowe, and apparently he isn't. He isn't? No. Wow. Yeah, I know. So this isn't like some weird like Baldwin thing? Like He's like he's like the Lowe that lived in the attic. There are so like, many Baldwins. Uh, it's like uh, fucking like 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 Rob Lowe and Patrick Lowe were twins, and they were just, all they wanted was Rob, but then somehow Patrick came out too, and they're like, oh, fuck yeah yeah so he's just in this movie in quantum leap and yeah yeah hasn't done fucking shit after that i mean i don't even it, this guy I, this guy probably has like i don't know a nice career making no literally i couldn't sandwiches. find like other than quantum other than quantum leap i couldn't find anything about him dude shit happens yeah like like hollywood's fucking weird man like, also, like, I, I just sent you pictures of mrs mcarthur 
Yeah. Okay. I will check those out momentarily because okay. I do not want to get one. I have a rule when it comes to podcasting. Uh, one of them is no, I just got two attachments. <laughs> uh, and one of them is uh, no erections. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so especially because I'm staring across from you right now. Right. Uh, gazing well, I mean, into I, your I am eyes. a handsome individual. So, so the very I, I next... <laughs> handsome face, very. Uh, the next scene... It's, 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 we introduce three, two more fucking girls. Yeah. And they're, they're in a garage fucking playing a song. And it sounds... Yeah. fucking like 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 studio yeah it's christmas it sounds, shit it's, it's way too christopher to be a fucking like a garage yeah thing. so it's an it's an all women band yeah they're fucking playing uh courtney the the lead actress in this movie is not the, actually the lead singer no. it's uh it's, uh it's uh sheila who was played by juliette cummings who is also of a uh, friday the 13th part five fame yes yeah yes my favorite installment of the friday the 13th franchise and that says a lot about me as a person. And that's weird because Jason's not in that one, right? Jason's in it in like uh, uh, Tommy Jarvis's memory. Okay. But, dude. I, five the, is a new beginning, right? Five is a new beginning. Okay. The, the kills, they're the best kills in the series. Okay. There's a ridiculous amount of nudity. There's cocaine. Uh, there's a weird fight scene. There's a murder that happens that doesn't involve Jason or Roy at all. Like, okay. it's just, dude, it's just a fun fucking movie. I think I have the website if, I want to get. Okay. I, I keep saying that. Real one. quick, and I know this is kind of like, and, and has nothing to do with what we're Weird talking about right yeah. now. Uh, Friday the 13th, part five, a new beginning. If that was called, like, the halfway house killings or whatever, like something like that, or like ca- the, the camping massacre, some shit like that, and it wasn't a hockey face, uh, a hockey mask fucking guy, yeah. this movie would be up there with Sleepaway Camp. Okay. As, as a fucking cult. Right. Because, uh, go. Listen, I know you fuck sticks are fucking right now fucking listening to this and being like, <laughs> fuck you. All right. Roy is talking to me a little bit too. Roy is fucking great. <laughs> Roy fucking killed it. All right. I, he was phenomenal. And I wish we had more Roy. And I wish we had a backstory of Roy. And I want more Roy. And I want a fucking sequel to this because I wish Roy didn't fucking die at the okay, end of all right, okay, all right. Ah! Shit, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. God damn. Where am I? Um, where am I? Oh, fuck. Okay. So, Garage. Garage Band. What happened? What year is this? What year is this? Who are you? <laughs> Who are you people? Uh, the Garage Band. They're playing yeah. a song that's just... I mean, it's a jam. Yeah. It really is. It is. It is. Every so, like, fucking song in this movie is catchy as really fuck. Is. Yeah. So, now, like, like you were saying, Sheila's the lead singer, and then we are also introduced to Sally, who is played by Heidi Kozak, who is also of uh, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th fame, but she's in part seven. Part seven. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's uh, she, that's a one, new blood. Yeah. Which I which is one of my favorite ones. I'm not going to lie. Well, it's great because yeah. it's like basically Jason Voorhees versus Carrie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Actually, that was my first. If you go back to episode one here. That was the first. That yeah, was yeah. my first horror movie. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, who else we got here? Um that's it besides like because it's all four it's all four of the girls and then it's just matt watching them so like, creep. yeah matt pulls up <laughs> into this very long driveway and he gets out of his convertible and he sits on top of the front row for the for this fucking little concert yeah whatever and like i was in a garage band uh back when i was like in like like my early not not like like senior year but this like new information yeah fuck <laughs> i was in a garage band called the burning worms 
Oh, fuck. Yeah, I played rhythm guitar not well because I, <laughs> I, I actually really sucked about guitar with guitar. I just learned some power chords and that was it. That's, um, that's all you kind of got to do. And I, and I screamed. Yeah, that's literally all that's you all have I, to That's do. all yeah. I did. I screamed and I played power chords. Right. We were just, just a cover band, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I never got this kind of treatment. <laughs> Nobody ever fucking pulled up to my garage and sat on the fucking hood of their car, yeah. mesmerized, right, right. smiling. He was fucking me. into it too. He was so into it, man. So it ends, and it was like, uh, uh, who is the lead singer again? Uh, Sheila. Sheila's like that. Mm. <laughs> no, she got that wop. Oh yeah. Uh, so she's like, hey, no, you are gonna come, and then it's like, oh yeah, Courtney invited me. So she drives up like the Sahara Desert, right? And it's like, well, all right, fine, fuck me then. Yeah, uh, yeah. you're Courtney's. Yep. Um, and that's uh, the beverages. Can I get someone something to drink? And the dr- <laughs> the drummer is like, get me a slice. Like what the like I heard that I was like wait what the fuck is a slice dude I had mad flashbacks because slice was a fucking like citrus beverage that had like an orange uh like a, like an orange like a orange slice on the cover I don't remember that at all it, oh, dude it was so good it was like uh it was like it was like orange crush kind of kind of yeah kind you it was just orange drink dude a carbonated orange drink who loves orange soda I do um I'm not gonna go into it. And then, of course, we had Perrier. There's a lot of product placement in this movie. There's a, a shit ton of product, product placement in this movie. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So then we have this really weird, awkward scene with Matt and Courtney walking away from the rest of the band. Mm-hmm. And uh, what is it? Courtney invites, I guess the whole, this is setting up the whole fucking movie. Is yeah. that All the girls are going to, uh, it's a new condo subdivision right. that's still in the works. Mm-hmm. They just moved in. No one's really living like there. Like Sheila's dad like, bought the place. So yeah. Like, you know, that's just like his, his gateway place, apparently. They got fucking money. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, um, this whole scene is fucking awkward. Yeah. And they have a really weird, awkward kiss. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I'll be there, Courtney, whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah. fucking know. Uh, the next scene, we have Courtney sitting across the table from her mother, who's every mother in the 80s. Yeah. They're having dinner at uh, Courtney's house. What? Their mom's house because Courtney's Courtney her own shit. It's She's a teenager. mix of like spaghettios and slop. It was weird, but like I would eat that shit too, though. I mean, it was probably good. Yeah. It was, I guess it was goulash. But Courtney's like and hot dogs, Courtney's having like a fucking glass of milk out of a wine glass. Okay, this pissed me off because <laughs> like why like for real like why is like a glass of milk with dinner like the the end thing to do when fucking like eighties movies? Dude, growing up as a kid, it was seriously like drink your milk, drink your fucking milk. Milk's fucking terrible. Yeah, now we find out like milk isn't actually good for you. Like milk, we're milk, like milk gives me the worst mud butt. We're two hundred years away from uh, evolving to where cow milk is actually good for us yeah yeah uh i remember the one time will and i actually used to work together uh at general mills we were doing security top five security in the world craig goddamn right motherfucker and i brought us like like tim horton's coffee and yeah. it was a time where i wasn't getting cream i was getting like milk put in the coffee because i'm like oh cream makes you fat when it turns out of sugar <laughs> uh and you had like three sips and you set it down and you went does it got milk in it yeah and i'm like well yeah yeah there's milk in it and i'm like i'll be back you were gone for 45 minutes. Hey, get them demons out, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, which also goes back to the first movie where the girls are making fun of Valerie, who's Courtney's older sister, saying, mm-hmm. why don't you like her? She drinks, drinks too, too much, much milk. milk. Like, what? What a weird fucking dig. Uh, so this is where, like, uh, uh, 
she's doing the whole like, come on, mom, let me fucking go to yeah, yeah, go to this place. The mom's like, no, we're gonna miss, we're gonna we go visit go to, Valerie. We have to at the at the mental institution. Yeah, she's, and then fucking the mom gets up, walks away, goes to the kitchen, and fucking Courtney gets up and like she quote is so disturbed that she drops a plate on the ground. Yeah, yeah. And then like Courtney's on the ground cleaning up, and she just fucking bursts into tears. Like I don't want to go to a mental house with a mom. I don't want to go. Me. I don't want to go. Man, man, you're winging. And then finally, the mom fucking like mom fucking relents and like, all right, you just little spoil a little bit. This really means a lot to you. Yeah. Like the band is gonna be there practicing. Yeah, and of course you could go. Everybody's gonna be there, man. Me. Uh, so then after that, we have the next scene where it's uh, uh, Courtney's back in bed and to fall asleep, she puts her headphones on, which yep. is playing the same fucking <laughs> song. Let me say that again. She puts her headphones on. Yeah. The same cock-sucking song yep. that they play in the garage is playing on this Walkman. The same catchy-ass fucking tune. What a conceited piece of shit. <laughs> Why wouldn't you put on, like, some fucking Robert Palmer, maybe some Van Halen? Yeah. Like, shit that's good. You're going to listen to your own to band your own falling asleep. Shit? Yeah. yeah like, you listen to your own music? There is no fucking way they have a like a, a good quality tape no. of their fucking no, shit. God, there no. is no fucking way. No. Uh, so then she starts dreaming again, yep. which kind of like the beginning of this movie. And it has that weird, like, like you said, running man music, right? Yeah. And it shows flashes of like Valerie underneath the bed. Yeah. Staring at Courtney. Yeah. And yeah. What is she saying here? She's a, uh, don't go all the way. Yeah. Don't go. All the- and that's yeah. where like, the driller killer kind of pops up. Pops up, but then like Courtney wakes up. As, I think as soon as he pops up, they don't really show much yeah. of him at this point, right? right? Just his, just his feet. This is like his feet, and like, I think they like show like a shadow of him too. Yeah, yeah, Something yeah. Something like that. All right, we're gonna get to it in a minute, but I just want to say right now, I fucking love the driller killer in this. You do, huh? And this is the reason why I love this movie so much, oh, and we'll Christ. we'll get to him. All right, so motherfucker. They do show him. This is where he pops up, and it's a close-up of his face, and it's that weird guitar riff, and it goes, rock and roll, never die. Oh, God. So we see this guy pop up, and you keep calling him John Travolta. Motherfucker looks looks like legit looks like John Travolta from Greece, like a skinnier version of John Travolta from Greece. Literally, like like a, like a pale, skinny John Travolta from Greece. He's like Andrew Dice Clay with guyliner. F- yeah, yeah, fucking crazy. He's got his collar up, which I guess at the, the the time was cool to be head to toe in leather. But he was a fucking greaser. This movie was made in eighty seven. Like, why in the eighties everybody went back to the fifties for that style, that do bop fucking uh, poodle skirt shit. Like that was in. All right, because you, you say, know how I, like you, you say that now, but I, that now I think of fucking the Lost Boys and how fucking the homeboy like keeps like, Sutherland's character head to toe yeah. in fucking okay. leather. Right, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, like dude. But like if you look back at like uh, um, shit from like early two thousands, like that eighties style was back. Like right now, nineties are back where everything is like high waisted. Yeah, everybody's all fucking about fucking. Yeah, like like it, it, my like my wife is just like if 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 my pants don't don't just go underneath my tits. I'm not fucking weird, <laughs> which I think is the weirdest fucking thing. Um, uh, but anyway, I, I miss my low rise shit. I miss butt crack. Um, so we'll give it like 10 years. They'll come back. Butt crack will come back, man. And I'm here for it. Low rise and fucking flared jeans, man. Uh, so this is where we have the road trip scene, right? Yeah. They, they eventually like she wakes up and all that bullshit, but then they, they 
they, they cut to like her walking out of the house saying goodbye to her mom and like hopping in the crowd with the girls. So the whole band's in the car yeah. and nothing fucking happens. No. You have a so you have a road trip and this whole movie is just lazy. There's nothing that fucking happens other than the annoying fucking drummer in the back seat. Yeah, there are there are playing a lot of drums, like, playing drums on the fucking seat in front of her. I would turn around and punch her. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, you got four, fucking. It's like a four hour drive, right? Hey, bitch, if you don't stop drumming on my damn seat, what's wrong with you? Um, and uh, like another thing too, like you're having like a road trip scene in a movie. Have uh have like an arbiter. Yeah. Have somebody. Have somebody that like a a har- harbinger. Have have somebody that like you stop at a gas station and be like, mm, no, 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 that condo over there. Yeah, bring it nothing but death. Like, yeah, yeah. have something like that. Um, but like, what that have what that had had what that have had made sense considering all the shit was in Courtney's head, though. I get I get what you're saying, but like, I don't know. Like, I know this movie doesn't make sense. Will at all? Not all. a lick of sense. This is literally one of the worst movies I watched my whole life. This movie doesn't make a goddamn lick of sense. Yeah, but guess what? It's my kind of trash. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so. Uh, I guess like the one part that we have in the road trip is the one girl in the backseat is reading a book and the one girl was like, what is that? Yeah, yeah. What, what was the fucking book? Hot, wet and wild. Hot, wet and wild. Yeah. Hot, wet. Like I found it underneath my brother's bed. He's such a pervert. <laughs> like, is that funny? This, I don't know. <laughs> No, so that's uh oh, and during this fucking road trip montage, we have that song, another song that I guess I need the driller killer to fucking drill a hole in my brain to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't let go, hold on tight, and it keeps playing. Oh god, and it's just like that hook over and over again. I know before we started recording, I went to that scene. Oh so yeah, we, yeah, because they actually yeah. that that that, they, that song plays and the song like gets quiet so they can have their fucking their their fucking back and, and it picks talking. up and it picks, picks up, again. up after they fucking stop talking. Yeah. I mean, it's it's very good road trip music, I guess. Um, I don't know. I don't know about that either. Well, anyways, Courtney fucking falls asleep. Yeah, she falls asleep. They get to like a, a, a plaza. Yeah, they get to a plaza, and then um, Courtney is in the car because all, all the other girls are like not in the car for whatever fucking reason. Um, and they they cut to like Courtney inside the car, and then her yeah. sister Valerie pops up with her with her throat fucking slit. At the fucking at the, window. At, the, at her, at like, her like passenger smack, window. Smacking yeah. on the fucking passenger window. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this then, is kind of like the first time it's kind of like manifested like yeah, in yeah. person. And then Bradley wakes up and like, ha, 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 So, and then fucking uh, Sally's like, girl, what's wrong with you? And <laughs> she's fucking Courtney, like, Courtney says, Valerie's gone. Like, right there, that's like, okay. Now, if you're a real fucking friend, you're just like, all right, Courtney's kind of fucked. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's fucking just drop her off somewhere and let's go have fun right like right there like courtney is the reason why everyone dies courtney's the reason why courtney's the reason why this whole thing isn't fun for anyone else um so yeah maybe you should have fucking left left her ass at home or left her ass at the plaza or replace her in the band i don't fucking know something she didn't do shit in the band anyway so so then we get to the condo yep all right so this is where the uh Oh, this, real quick before we get to condo, yeah, like, like she's like, no, sorry, go ahead, you're right, you're right, never mind, go. Mm. So we pull up to the condo. Yep. Uh, now th- this is where the rest of the movie is actually filmed at Roger Corman's lumberyard. It's actually called the lumberyard because he bought 
he bought a lumber yard in California. Mm-hmm. Um, huge. Fucking huge, but like never took this. Is a big fence out front, and it says like the lumber yard, and like people actually pull up there, being like, "Hey, I need some lumber." Yeah, uh, fuck a contractor and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. Well, Roger Corman actually used this whole place for like the lumber was still there, and he used a lot of that lumber for like his sets and props and stuff like that uh, at this place, like right around the. So where where they filmed this on set, uh, like behind it, there were like sets for like his sci-fi movies that he used in countless sci-fi movies where they would just uh-huh. like kind of rearrange a few things yeah. uh there were sets uh i guess this condo area too was also set for a lot of his erotic thrillers and then uh there was uh yeah so it was it was it's just kind of like um just kind of like reused sets yeah all right so let's like get right into it they get into yep. the fucking place right yeah um and this is where like we have and i don't understand why this was like considered like or Deborah Brock considered this a black comedy because the fucking jokes in this are garbage. Um, and it's uh, looking around. There's boxes and shit like that and just like a couch. And it was... Uh, oh, by the way, the interior of this place is, like I said, pastel. It's like a <laughs> weird pastel pink. It's like that 80s fucking pastel. Dude, you know? like, that's okay, how... like, like Like that I don't enjoy, but I like, I like, like, I like bright colors. Yeah, man. Well, it's I don't know. It's too soft for my taste. But this is where like you have like these like weird dad jokes where it's like... I know why you invited us up this weekend. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, why? Because you wanted us to unpack all this stuff. All of your dad stuff. Oh, uh, so cringy. So cringy. So let's go upstairs and like find out like what rooms we're in. Yeah. Oh my God, I can't wait. And then like, that's where Courtney pulls uh, the sheets off and there's a fucking blow sex yeah, doll. Yeah. Yep. Oh my God. My brother was here. He is such a pervert. And then fucking Silas says something and then fucking Sheila's like, hey, you runs in the family. I'm like, what? Yeah. I mean, hey, man, whatever. Like, I, mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, so you, so what? Like, you guys are like incestual? I don't. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. runs, it runs in the family. Like, we're just all a bunch of perverts. And she said, it like, like, this is where she said, like, oh, it runs in the family. Yeah, like, she was predicting that 30 years from now, yeah, huh? Brazzers was going to have a lot of like stepmom, fucking stepbrother, stepsister, fucking porn and shit. Yeah. Like, oh, daddy's old girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, which. Yeah. Weird as fuck, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I appreciate some milf porn. Yeah. But I don't want it to be like, oh, I'm fucking my aunt. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Which man, yeah, man, my fucking uh, X videos algorithm is fucked. Yeah. Uh, so we have that fucking blow up doll scene, which was fucking pointless. I guess it's part of the whole. Oh, this is a black comedy thing. Yeah. Dark comedy, whatever the fuck. Yeah. So we go to the girls. I'm guessing this is like later on in the evening. The girls are on the living room floor and they're, they have like a little picnic. Yeah, because earlier, like the scene before this fucking picnic, the girls, uh, Sheila is like trying to get into the, trying to get into the boots closet. She, oh, she gets into the booze closet and then, then my dad has a booze closet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they, they get into the fucking closet. So that next scene is them like sprout out on the, all on the floor eating, eating kettle chips and cookies and cakes and pies and shit. And they, 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 okay, they but all, the main thing that fucking sticks out to me is the fact that every girl is eating a corn dog. That too, which I like. Fucking, I haven't had a corn dog in years, but I kind of want one right now. Well, yeah, because I'm a 37 year old man and I don't eat corn dogs. <laughs> like that's something like you're at a fair, you're a little kid, you yeah. eat a fucking corn dog. I, I mean, shit. I like them. Anyway, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
So they're eating corn dogs and cracking into bottles of champagne. Like each individually their own individual bottle of bottles. Of they have like cases of champagne. Like, yeah. well, when is the last time you drank a bottle of champagne to yourself? To myself, if never. Okay, I, I, see, I, have. I, I have. Yeah, it was actually after one of the wrestling shows. Uh, we did that thing where uh, my my dude fucking won the title, yeah. and we had bottles of champagne that we were popping. Well, one of them I didn't get to, okay. and I'm like, well, shit, I'm gonna drink this. Keep this myself. So I popped a bottle of champagne. I drank it uh, backstage, and I wanted to die. It'll fuck you up. That's why. Yeah, those bubbles go straight to your fucking brain. A little bit of the bubble. Uh, a little bit of the bubbly. Uh, and then this is where we have like, oh shit. I love this song. Uh-huh. Turn it up. And here's a montage. And it's not really a montage. It's just them dancing really badly. It's like a, it's like a weird like dancing montage. Though. But it's also stolen from the first movie. Yeah, because the first movie does the exact same fucking thing. Because we have these two dorks that pull up. Yeah. Uh, TJ and you said the other gentleman's uh, name, is name is Jeff. Uh, TJ is played by Joel Hoffman, um, who is from uh, the Pumpkinhead film. But still, yeah, he looked, looked like, like he, he wanted, wanted to, to kill, kill me. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he yeah. sucks. He sucks in this movie. He sucks. Um, and Jeff is played by who uh, gives a fuck? Scott Westmoreland. Fuck him. Uh, We're not even gonna fucking talk about him. What did he do? Not a fucking exactly. Thing. Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. So yeah, the, the, the guy is, is literally the exact same film from the first movie where the guys are, where in, the, are out, in the window yeah. watching the girls. This is the first time we see these dweebs. Yeah. At least in the first movie, they we, show them. We, yeah, yeah, we, they show we're them. introduced to right. them. Yeah. Uh, so they're standing outside and it's the same fucking line. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Which TJ, Joel Hoffman, in this, he does this. <laughs> like it. Like I, I I couldn't figure out if he was supposed to be like a like a like an idiot or a dullard or like it, like it, it pissed me off. I think he was supposed to be like the fun uh, over the top pervert guy. Then why to make him a fucking idiot then? Uh, we died and went to heaven. He when, remind, he reminded me of fucking he reminded me of fucking like Beavis and Butthead. Will he fucking laugh? Very dogs. much so. Yeah. So, but like during this scene where they're dancing to the song, I feel like there was no music playing, yeah. and they picked the song like later uh, because of how awkward they're dancing, and it's not to the beat or anything like that. And only one of the girls takes her top off. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, which one was that? That was Sheila. That was Julia Cummings. She's the okay. only one who fucking took her top off. So Julia Cummings. The only one that took her fucking time. This is the only set of tits that we see in this movie. Yeah. The first movie, we have a fucking shower scene where every fucking girl in high school is nude. Yes. Yeah. I'm talking like like ass everything. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Just, just booty, 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 rocking everywhere. <laughs> yeah. This movie, we get one set of tits and she looks very fucking weird when she's taking her top off. It's almost like one of those like Roger Corman's behind the camera going, come on, you want to be a star, don't you? <laughs> do, do, do I have to? She does a, she does a weird fucking jiggle. That, yeah, they're yeah. like, come on, jiggle those tits. Yeah. And then just... <laughs> it's like she's sitting on a fucking paint can shaker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she starts whipping everybody with her bra. But then right. like the drummer gets in, takes her top off. Well, she takes the top off, but she doesn't take her she bra off. She leaves her fucking bra. Yeah, yeah this Fuck. is... Uh, I don't know. I thought this was America. I thought this was Roger Corman movie. Right. I thought we were going to get fucking lots of TNA. I thought I, I thought the fucking girl who's in Playboy would be the one to fucking 
reveal shit, but like, no. Well, she, she was, had a fucking closet in her contract. She had to have, because she was conservative throughout the entire movie. And she was new in a bunch of movies before this. Was she? Now, listening to this, you may think Will and I are pigs. Yeah. Well, guess what? This is a 1980s horror movie. This is what made us men. We <laughs> need the boobs. We need the gore. We need the... Bl- like, this is this is what makes these movies. Right. Yeah, like, I, 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 I know, yes. Is it perverted? Absolutely. Are we bit. perverts? Possibly, yes. I, yeah. I, yes, yeah. yes. I like to consider myself an old school pervert. Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm in the same. In yeah, the same. old, <laughs> yeah. an old school pervert. Like, yeah. uh, uh, anyways, so, uh, <laughs> we gotta move on. But second. there's a, sorry, sorry. <laughs> they're, they're fucking pillow fighting. There's flowers everywhere, and that's where, uh, flowers. There's feathers everywhere, and the yeah. one girl is just like, and this is the thing. This movie isn't fucking funny. You know what you look like to me? <laughs> what? You look like a big chicken. Yeah. <laughs> like fucking that's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> fucking SpongeBob laughing and shit like that. Uh, all right, man. So we got. <laughs> Where the fuck are we here? Oh, okay. So back on the set, this yeah. lumberyard thing. Uh, Pee Wee Herman actually hung out on set during this. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he was visiting set. But he was in disguise, like he was there, like as Paul. Oh, fucking like so, like like he was like in a movie theater jerking off, right? Yeah, yeah, like that's kind of how he looked or whatever. Okay. And uh, but everyone was like, "Oh my god, Pee Wee Herman's here! This is so fucking cool." It's kind of weird to be honest. Yeah, it it is. But uh, oh, so. also, real quick, this this to roll it back just a tiny bit because I know we're fucking like we are like so far deep into this fucking podcast right now. But Julia Cummings was um, she was an Olympian, right? Oh my god! Thank you so much for bringing that up. Yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't. She, she was, was a she was a gymnast. Okay, so she was going to be in the nineteen eighties, nineteen eighty Summer Olympics. Okay, that year it was in Moscow. Oh, now the U.S. of A. boycotted the Olympics that year. Something about like Russia invading Afghanistan or whatever like that. Uh, so they when, were just back when we were tied with Afghanistan. We were so everyone forgets this, but like Reagan. Fucking hooked Afghanistan off, uh, off Afghanistan up with mad amounts of fucking weapons and shit like that because mm-hmm. it was like a whole hey you guys, uh, you guys want some of these weapons here? Yeah. We'll give us some of that fucking uh, uh, Texas tea. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So it was it was really that. And if you look back at Rambo three, which is never really uh, Rambo three is never played on like syndicated networks and stuff like that because right. he is uh, doing like any cahoots with the with Afghanis. He's fighting for Afghanistan yeah. against the fucking russians yeah i need a shot do it cheers Mahayim. all right so right, so moving back uh, back back to the fucking where we were so the guys show up and they get inside uh they were supposed to be there i guess the next day the first night was supposed to be girls but yeah. whatever um and then i guess uh, tj's tj's with one of them he's with uh sheila i think okay yeah. uh so they fuck fucking hook and up. apparently apparently uh fucking jeff is with um amy how? Which I didn't really realize that until until I watched fucking the, how? Until, until I, I watched the fucking the scene today. These guys are such dorks. These such fucking dorks. These girls are hot. So hot. I don't fucking get it. I don't know. Stupid. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> we have the we have the next day where they're all kind of hanging out at a pool. Uh, no, no, no. Oh no! The, my we God! Have to do the dream sequence first. Because uh, Courtney, uh, Courtney, like eventually they all like pass out from being drunk and shit, and Courtney's yeah. having another dream sequence. Yep. Um. So she actually this time she actually dreams about Valerie. Um being dead this is where she gets killed yeah so the driller killer uh-huh. kills valerie in 
Courtney's dream. Yeah. Courtney wakes up in the fetal position on the kitchen floor. Yeah. And before that, he fucking says, hey, baby, love the one you're with. Oh, and it echoes. Yeah. That makes no sense. No. Fucking no echo- fucking sense. Uh, not a fucking he, lick of he, sense. And he laughs like the fucking, like the song of Wipeout from like the 50s. <laughs> and, and, that, and that echoes too. It's so st- fucking stupid. So then now we have the next day. Everybody's hung over. At the pool. And they're all hanging out at the pool at the, the condominium place, whatever. Yeah. And that's where TJ does the whole like, oh, Courtney, I could fix your head. Yeah, because she has a headache and then everybody thinks it's because she's hung over and everybody actually should be hung over after all the fucking champagne they drank. Yeah. Um, also, um, Courtney's fucking Crystal Bernard is a little thick. Thick. Like, dude, like she... Two C's. Yeah, what I'm saying. Like she, she, yeah. like, she got ass. She's fucking five foot two. Man. A little fucking shorty. Like, I didn't know because she was wearing all those fucking bag ass clothes. Like, yeah. Like, like, people in the oh, she like, had a fucking... She, I don't know. Put that bathing suit on. I was like, yeah, damn. She had a dumper on yeah. her. Which is rare for the 80s. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's yeah. like, that's by today's standards, that's an ass. Yeah. Yeah. She's a, little, she's a little slim thick. God damn, that's my favorite. Yeah. Slim thick is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Slim thickens. Uh, so is <laughs> <laughs> so he fucking like throws her in the throws pool. Throws her in the pool and this, ha, bitch, ha, ha, this ha. bitch can't swim. <laughs> and she's she starts having like hallucinations while she's underwater through a fucking oh, dude. Oh god. Dancing and shit. Um uh, Yeah, so then like after that they get her out and get the water fucking out of her lungs or whatever, like yeah. that. And that's her TJ's like Oh yeah. Sorry about that. Like fucking Huckleberry Hound. Goddamn. He was. Yeah. Uh, 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 sorry about that. Yeah. I may not be a smart man, Johnny. But I uh, know what love is. So then after this, we have that the mon. This is like the main montage of the movie. The girls are fucking playing their oh, song. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, they're playing a song. The two kids are front row on the them floor. Yeah. Jamming out. TJ's like, oh, MTV, here we come. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, oh, MTV, here we come. Uh, like, like we said, like, they, these, these kids are supposed to be from fucking California, but for whatever reason, this fucking doofus of a fucking man has a southern accent. They were sucks. all Texas. Yeah. Yeah, they were all fucking Texans. Uh, now, this... Uh, <laughs> so, this goes on and on a bit, and then, like, it, it gets to, like, a weird spot where it's a montage of everybody doing goofy shit, whatever. Mm-hmm. The one girl's, like, writing her song, which is about, like, having a pie in the sky or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's just weird, not fun at all. And then you have uh, a weird scene where TJ and his girlfriend, which was uh, Sheila. Sheila, I keep yeah. fucking because it doesn't matter. Right. Okay, one word. Here we go. Describes the cast of this movie. Unmemorable. Yeah. Yeah. Except yeah. for the trailer killer. Okay, well, well, we'll get to him. All right, all right. Uh, so that's that weird scene. TJ's reading from the book, like, and th- that wet, wet, hot, wild book, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. then he thrusted <laughs> his member <laughs> deep within. <laughs> Is this doing it for you? And she's like, no. Yeah. And then he reads some more. Then he, he reads some more of the same fucking book, like the next few lines, and then all of a sudden she's, yeah, she's, then like, they start well, she's fucking, ready to go. They start fucking hooking up. Um. So at this point, we get uh, the the chicken scene, right? Yes. Yeah, which is fucking makes no goddamn sense. None of this movie makes any fucking sense. 
It's like mama rappers now. So Courtney, <laughs> Courtney opens the fridge and gets attacked by a raw chicken, like a, like a like a chicken you buy from the fucking store, like a like a whole uncooked chicken, like it just had its head cut off. Yeah, yeah, it was just plucked, and it, sh- it shoots like shit out of its fucking neck. Right. Yeah. So that's where it's uh, blue just out of out of the neck. Oh, what a weird scene. So Courtney fucking calls everybody in there, saying this chicken attacked her. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, how do you fucking like this chicken attacked me? Everybody comes in and they're hey, trying like, to like. Hey, but I like, you crazy bitch. No, they're just like oh maybe something fell out and yeah. like the uh, uh, yeah god I know. damn it god yeah. fucking damn it now are you realizing how fucking bad this fucking movie is now you aren't fuck you you, you know what makes this movie so fucking good somewhere during this time too we have a ham sandwich a hand sandwich yeah that's it's, it's, it's back at the pool she's yeah like the guys it. are making yeah. burgers everybody's still hung over as shit and she's getting ready to eat a fucking hand and there's a hand a, on a the sandwich. Hand sandwich. Yeah. yeah, she freaks out. She and freaks out. Like, what the fuck wrong with you? It's a sandwich. This whole movie is the whole like I'm seeing shit, but it's not there. Somebody gets killed. They don't get killed. It's, I hate it's, that it's shit kind of, so it's, much. It's kind of fucking like it's kind. Of, and I hate to fucking compare it to this because it's my favorite fucking franchise of all time. It's kind of like the Elm Street, where you where you dream shit. Yeah, you, you don't know if it was real or not. Which there's a lot of parallels between Freddy Krueger and the Driller Killer, and we'll also get to that when we finally introduce him. Yeah. Um, now we have uh, okay. So after this whole montage shit, the hand sandwich and stuff like that, Courtney's just like, maybe I just need to fucking relax, take a mm-hmm. bath. So she's running the water. Yeah, she's in a tub, and the water's running, and the bubbles are bubbling. And all of a sudden, like she, I guess she like falls asleep in the tub, and then you see fucking the uh, the fucking um. The, the the faucet the tub faucet like starts fucking like pouring out blood yeah kind of like an it yeah or uh this is very elm street too yeah uh yeah she she leaves she screams blood pours out from underneath the the door uh-huh. uh that's where uh what's she her runs, nuts? runs out the bathroom and runs into sally and stuff like what the fuck is wrong with you she didn't say that but like that's that's how i will fucking interpret yeah it sally's like what the fuck courtney yeah. you stupid bitch she fucking turns the water off so but to, then to, being... go, to, 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 to go back a little bit too, sally fucking there's a scene after the fucking um i think it's after the pool scene where sally is talking to her by the way sally looks fucking great in the bikini oh she's so hot fucking shit yeah man she's all tanned up and shit and i know, I, I know how you like fucking tan chicks dude. i like my fucking valley girls dude yeah she yeah looks, dude she looks great absolutely but, but she's complaining about like like start, she's start, starting to break out bitch ain't breaking out she's fucking fine yeah she's fine as fuck um so cut back to the fucking scene though of, of like of courtney come out of the bathroom screaming and hollering like sally's like look man i'm like like fucking like look my, my face was like a wreck and like I'm, I'm i'm fine with it and then they cut to courtney's face and courtney's like making like a weird gross face and they yes. come back to sally's face and sally all of a sudden has a huge fucking boil on her face which looks great I mean, yeah but like then it cuts back to fucking courtney I uh, like getting even more grossed out, but then they cut back to Sally, and Sally just looks disgusting. It's it like looks fucking great, though. Really good body horror. Here. Yeah, really fucking good body horror. And now the guy that did the effects on this movie, he goes back and recalls that he had a twelve thousand dollar budget, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty good for uh-huh. effects. Uh, I want to. I, I want to know how much fucking money was put into this zit because eventually I feel like all twelve thousand dollars of it, dude. It eventually, it starts fucking blowing pus at Courtney and shit like that, like, like all in her face, all into her mouth, and she freaks great, out. It's so great, good. gross out. This is, actually, this is actually the best part of the movie for me. For you, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, it looks amazing. It's I, a I, great will, I will. Fucking I will gay. post a picture of that fucking particular like of, of her face because please great. do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's where Courtney runs out and she starts screaming that that Sally's dead. And she's screaming Sally dead, and, they, and, the, and the three guys go up to the bathroom and check everything out. And 
Sally is, for some reason, nowhere to be found. Because she's apparently a ninja. Yeah. Yeah. So you're thinking, like, okay, she is actually dead. Mm-hmm. Cops fucking... Sh- this is where Matt shows up. Yeah, Matt gets... Because Matt's not there the whole the entire no. time that happens. And Matt shows up, and then... We got shirtless like Matt. Patrick yeah. Lowe. Rob Lowe's a strange... Who gives a fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah, and then, like... Uh, uh, so during this, Matt Matt gets up there, and it's just like, I believe you saw something. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, let's fucking call the cops. Yes. So this is the next scene where we have these two cops who I find are, like... These two cops are every fucking cop from the 70s and 80s. The one cop looks like the fucking, the tall, angry-ass cop from Police Academy. I don't know if you could know who I'm talking about. Um, the fucking, the one who's usually on the, on the, on the fucking motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the shorter cop actually looks like the fucking lieutenant. Uh, Bucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bucker. Mahoney. <laughs> yeah. He looks just like that fucking guy. I just fucking peeped it out. Wow, that's funny. Yeah. Now, the cops' names are Officer Kruger and Officer Voorhees. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And they spell them differently because they don't get sued. Fuck you, Deborah this Brock. Is stupid. Fuck you. Fuck off. Fuck off. And if you remember back to the first movie, Trish's last name was Craven. Craven. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is going on here? You get your goddamn ass. All right, so the two cops are doing the whole, like, you're wasting the fucking taxpayers' money. Yeah, because, fucking, in, because fucking Sally up. fucking shows back up, like, out of nowhere. And, and she's like, hey, sorry, I just had to go get some Oxy-10. If you guys remember Oxy-10, that's like, that was like the huge pimple remover thing in the 80s and in the 90s and in the early 2000s, too. I don't remember early 2000s. I used that shit in the 90s. It was like I... OxyClean. It was, by the time it got to the 2000s, like, it was like Oxy-2000. Oxy-10 was the main fucking gimmick in like the early 90s. Yeah. Um, now, this is... Let me take a second mm-hmm. and tell you how I think this movie should have gone. Please do. All right, so this is Sally, right? Yeah. Sally's gone for a while. She comes back, and she explains that she had to get Oxy-10 for the zit on her face. Yeah. And she starts talking about how she met this most outrageous guy, and he's such a total babe, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that guy should have been the driller killer. That would have made the and most fucking sense. invites him back to the condo. Now, the reason why Courtney is having all these dreams and shit of him Uh is because she's seen him before. Right. All right? This guy is stalking Courtney because he's obsessed with the murders from 1982. Okay. He's obsessed with Russ Thorne. Yeah. Like, he's watching from a distance. So, Courtney has seen him before. So, when in dreams, when they say that you have a dream of a person... And there's people that you don't know, you actually, like... You've seen these are faces yeah. that you have seen before. Yeah. So she sees this guy in his in her dreams because she has seen him, mm-hmm. you know, creeping around bushes right. across the street, staring, whatever. This guy should be obsessed with the murders. Yeah. And then eventually he starts fucking picking him off one by one. Yeah, that would that would have made so much more fucking that sense would have made more sense. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So now after we'll be, this, what we got is a bunch of horse shit. But like we i digress continue yeah all right yeah exactly that's kind of how i think the movie should have happened i feel like the driller killer should have been an actual person that was brought into the situation that had yeah. kind of everything planned who was obsessed i feel with like russ thorne i feel like if that was made like today that would have been the fucking you think so that, yeah i think people i think that I, I hope they would have been smart enough anyway to fucking like be like instead of doing this let's fucking let's have like 
her bringing the fucking killer back. Yeah. No one knows he's a fucking killer until, yeah. until the movie actually like Yeah, exactly. Progresses. So this is where we have the rest of the crew. They're like, hey, we're going to go get a bite to eat. And Matt is like, I'm going to stay here with Courtney. Yeah. So they get up into Courtney's room. So they go to Courtney's room and they fucking, they're, they're hanging out. And then by this point, everybody comes back from getting food. So Matt and Courtney are still upstairs hanging out. And they're fucking making out and get ready to fuck. Weird. Yeah. Making out. Well, he's like, he brings her a birthday cake. And I forget that this is actually Courtney's birthday. Fuck, it is. Yeah, so this cake is covered with 26 candles. It's not. Um, <laughs> but, like, it's so fucking frustrating because the cake is sitting on the bed. It's in fucking flames with all this. And she, he's like, aren't you going to blow it out? And she's like, I just want to stare at it. This is so perfect. It was really weird. It was very, like, 16 candles. Like, yeah. Like, I bought you, I bought you with the such and such and such. Make a wish. It already yeah. came true. It already came true. And then they yeah. fucking... Yeah, it's so damn stupid. Oh, this whole scene is so cringy. And Matt and Courtney... So it turns I out... I hate this movie it turns so much. Out, <laughs> God damn it, Will. <laughs> it turns out that the actress that played Courtney was a fucking pain in the dick on set. Yeah. And she didn't want any of this. I guess they were supposed to have sex. Oh. And that's how the driller killer actually comes through, whatever. Okay. That's why we only have that weird, awkward kissing, which is very awkward. Oh, that makes sense. Very awkward kissing. Okay. Um, so now they're on... Uh, yeah, she's like, my character shouldn't be having sex. My mm-hmm. character shouldn't be doing anything with Matt, whatever. And I guess it was really hard to work around. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you can't just recast somebody in the middle of this shit. At that shit. point, you, yeah, you, it, it's kind of like what happened. you already invested money into it. You really can't. It's yeah. like the the lead from Friday the 13th Part 3, they had a lot of issues with her. Like yeah, she was yeah. supposed to have, she was supposed to be nude. There was supposed to be like more stuff going on in that movie, mm-hmm. but she was a pain in the balls the entire time. But and like, they had like, to fucking. Like you sign up for these movies, like, and you should know they're about before you sign up for them, but then you like you refuse to do anything that the movies are about. It's really weird. What was this actress? I, I get name? it though. I guess, but like uh, the the actress the actress that actually fucking played Courtney in this, Crystal Bernard. Crystal Bernard. You're in a Roger Corman movie. Yeah. What are you fucking doing? Like, you, yeah, like like. You should not, not like no, if this, this is this makes it sound like assholes, but like it's not like no. But if if you're gonna be in this movie, you know what you're getting yourself into. You should know. Yeah. You shouldn't. This shouldn't be you. Then yeah. this should have been somebody else. Fuck. They should have brought back Brink Stevens at this point, and that yeah. could have been her. Yeah, like, honestly, like, at that point, it would have made sense because she'd have been old enough to play. Linnea Quigley could have fucking been this actress. Yeah, like somebody that fucking knows what these movies are about. Yeah, knows the audience that watches them. Yeah, but instead, you're just like using this as like a a, a stepping stone for your career. For wings, fuck off. For fucking wings. Uh, so finally. Yeah. Finally, at this point, because this whole time, it's a lot of fucking falsies. Not one fucking person dies up until the fucking finish of the movie. We get a fucking drill. Jesus Christ. Right through Matt's back. From his back through his chest, with his, which is a fantastic gag. It is the, a very, it's, it's a very good kill. It, fake, it, it reminded me of the fucking Elm Street Two uh, gag when Kruger uh, yes. came out of fucking uh, Jesse. It's hard to do. It's yeah. very hard to do because yeah, you yeah. have to get this fake torso over top of the, another person's body uh-huh. and have their head resting on it. It's yeah. a very hard gag. Right, you have yeah, to yeah. hide the rest of the body. The actor has to tilt his head just right. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 an, an incredibly hard gag. Yeah, but the drill went through the torso. And that's where Courtney's like, this is a dream, this is a dream. And finally, fucking finally, we have the Driller Killer. The nameless Driller Killer. Because they, they just call him the Driller they Killer. Just call him, they, they don't even call him anything. They don't give him a fucking name. All right. So now, 
This is the greatest fucking killer. Uh, not the greatest fucking killer I, of all I'm time. About to say. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm all getting, the way back. I'm getting really fucking excited here. Uh, I feel like there should have been a fucking uh, series behind this guy. I need more of him. His, the actor's name is Atonis Illich. Okay. All right. Now, this is the only movie that he was ever really in. Uh, <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. But something about. I'm going to get into a little bit of background of this fucking cat. All right. Okay. This guy's a fucking multimillionaire. Wait, how? All right. He is the heir to the Little Caesar's fortune. Get the fuck out of it. Wait, seriously? His dad is this was the sole fucking owner of Little Caesar's. So okay, so this this nigga had money. Yes. Yeah, this nigga has money still to this day. To this day. <laughs> uh but he so, he chose to fucking like his fucking family owned all of downtown Detroit. They owned fucking bars, restaurant, the Red Wing Stadium. They fucking owned. Oh, they got money for, for, for life then. What they the still do. The, uh, uh, the Illich family, they yeah. still fucking run Detroit, dude. Uh, but it was kind of one of those like, fuck you, dad. I'm not going to fucking follow in the family's footsteps to take over the family business. Yeah. I want to be a singer. So he moved to Hollywood and he actually had an album. Uh, the album's called Shadows. Uh, I, I don't wait. He actually like recorded. He an recorded album. an actual album. I don't know really anything about the is album. There like a, is there like a picture of the fucking album cover anywhere? So the album cover you can actually look up. It's him. He looks like a. He looks like he's in Miami Vice. Uh, <laughs> pastel suit, fucking t-shirt underneath, sleeves every, rolled up. Every, everything you hate, apparently. Every. <laughs> On the back of the album, it's him like holding a cat. Uh, yeah, it's fucking weird, man. I haven't right, listened so, uh, to any of this. I, I, I will also look up look that picture up, and I'll, I'll also put that on Instagram too. But so, Atonis Illich, he was the first uh, the first person to audition for the Driller Killer. Yeah. So he was trying to make it make it as like a fucking singer and stuff, get like a music career going. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't really working. So he saw like, hey auditions for slumber party massacre 2 he went and auditioned he was the first one and deborah brock was just like oh fuck this is him the, but the one in person who auditioned for the role and he, and he fucking dude the hundred guys fucking auditioned for this jesus he was the first one and she's like this is the one but you know it's like when you're buying a car let's fucking see what else we got yeah uh but it was it was already fucking set this okay. is the fucking guy that's gonna do it um so anyways, yeah, had him. Uh, he did the movie. He, uh, he left Hollywood to go back to the family business. He ended up getting bone cancer. Oh, fuck. He beat bone cancer. Bone cancer okay. is a fucking death sentence. It is. It he, usually is, yeah. It took him three years. He beat bone cancer, and yeah. then he started a music well, good, studio. Good for him, then. I'll, I'll take it back. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dude, fuck. He's man game as fuck. Yeah. Uh, and he owned Soup Can Music Studio. I've never heard. Why does that sound? Soup Can Music Studio is in Detroit. Okay. Uh, I mean, Insane Clown Posse didn't really do much there, <laughs> or Eminem, but Aretha Franklin recorded an album there, and R. Kelly actually did like all of his recordings at the studio. Like all of his recordings at the studio? Yeah, pretty much. He did Step in the Name of Love in the studio? <laughs> he did. My mind's telling me no, but my body's, my body's telling me yes. Which should have everybody to fuck off first of all well there's nothing wrong with a little bump and grind man <laughs> shit you know what the fuck i'm talking about i anyway. know what you're talking about anyway all right so we get courtney running downstairs everybody's down there and she's freaking out matt's dead but instead of like more bullshit and fuckery 
driller killer he's right is behind right, her. right behind her. Thank fucking God. Yeah. And everybody's like, TJ's like, whoa, <laughs> back off, <laughs> punk. Still doing the same bullshit Huckleberry Hound laugh while trying to be scared at the same time. It's fucking stupid. All right. So right now we see that the driller killer, head to toe, leather, collar up. Andrew Dice Clay looking motherfucker, yeah, so, and he is wielding a guitar. So let's, let me paint a picture. He he literally, he's wearing the same fucking kind of boots, the same, essentially the same fucking pants that, that Michael Jackson wore in the bad video. <laughs> he's wearing a fucking leather jacket that, with a sleeve rolled up, and he has on the fucking fingerless gloves. Fingerless gloves, man. And he, and he, and he has like a George Michael fucking uh, five o'clock shadow on his face. Good and, comparison. And he has the, the fucking, the Lost Boys fucking... What we would call it a faux hawk? And it's not a faux hawk. It's that 1950s doo wop fucking yeah, uh, like slick back but high, kind of like a pompadour. Yeah, like with like shit. a curl hanging down in front of the face. Looks pale as shit. Has a fucking cross earring in his left ear because that's not the gay side. That's right. That means he doesn't suck dick. Yeah, yeah. Which we know he's anything wrong with that. He's all about no, nothing wrong with that at all. But yeah. we know he's all about the pussy. Yeah. Uh. So, uh, hey Matt, producer Matt showed up. What's hey, up, Matt. dude? <laughs> uh. So we have uh uh. We have uh, oh and let's talk about this fucking guitar. The guitar is fucking actually really dope. It's dope as fuck. It yeah. was actually the guitar part was made by Gibson. Okay. And Black and Decker, they collaborated and they created this oh, guitar. Oh, that makes sense because the fucking drill. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> yeah, Black right. and Decker and Gibson actually fucking like designed this. Sure. All right. Cool as fuck. Yeah. So just like the first movie, drills his penis. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, and everyone's scared because the, the whole movie, the, every every dream sequence, fucking, he's like, I just want to make love to you, girl. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Go all the way. Yeah, yeah. Come on, baby, love the one you're with. Oh, fucking Christ. yeah. Uh, so he fucking slices TJ in the leg with the drill. Jeff attacks him with a lamp, which is apparently his only weakness. Yeah, because that's the only thing that caught him off guard. Right. Like, oh fuck, a lamp. My blind. I'm blind. I can't see. So everybody runs into the kitchen. They My pines! <laughs> My pines! So they... Hi, Scott. Everybody, everybody runs in the kitchen, and this is where Sheila... Sally. Sally, yeah. Sally! <laughs> Little Texas James she's, on she's the only humor. She's the only asshole who doesn't run, and she's No! Like, she backs up into a terrified, wall. Like, terrified and petrified with fear, so she, so she can't move and shit. And Driller Killer slowly inches towards her, starting up that guitar drill. <laughs> she's like, no, no, and no! If, if we could go no. back... If we could go back and play on R. Kelly a bit... Like, if you're getting peed on by R. Kelly, move. You fucking move, yeah. Fucking move. You should fucking move. She could have moved. She could have moved. She, she, she had she all the ran. time in the world. All the time in the fucking world. Jesus Christ. You, you're stupid. You dumb piece of shit. You fucking <laughs> asshole. So she gets fucking drilled through the heart. Yeah. Which also fucks the phone up, which is on the, the other side gone, of the wall. Yeah. So everybody kind of splits at this everybody point. Everybody pieces out, yeah. yeah. Jeff. Uh, uh, Jeff, Jeff, Amy, Jeff, Amy, and Courtney pieces out the other. They get in a car, yeah, and then TJ, on, TJ and, uh, and Sheila. They fucking they just run. They just run. Yeah, not well. No, TJ's like, oh, <laughs> one leg. <laughs> uh, um, so they they cut back to uh to the to, to, to the three in the car, and they're they're in the car. They're driving away, and they fucking they they think they fucking escaped. And then time out, Will. Okay, well, let's get something. I want to fucking figure this. I I I, I want to know. Now, we didn't really fucking talk about where the driller killer came from. Yeah. Where did he come from? Fucking, he manifested himself into being fucking real from Courtney's dreams, apparently. How? 
I don't know. Like, is he a topa? I was I was getting ready to say he may be a fucking topa. I don't know. Is he Freddy Krueger? Well, no. Well, because the difference with that, they, they actually pull that nigga out of the dreams. So like, I don't and, know. and when Freddy gets pulled out of the dreams, it's like, oh no, I'm vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. This guy, this one, he's like, like, he's like balls of ball. Fuck it, pull me out. My fuck's still gonna fucking kill you. So I think he's a topa. Okay. Yeah, but I also hate the fact that like our, uh, maybe we're led to believe this is Russ. Which I don't understand, like, like why would that even be him though? Because fucking Russ wasn't a fucking a greaser rocker. Fucking Russ had a fucking Canadian tuxedo, yeah, normal hair, dope ass cowboy boots. And this guy is fucking Andrew Dice Clay. Fuck yeah. Uh, all right. So then we go back to the car. Yep. Uh, Jeff's driving, and then uh, homeboy pops up in the back seat. And what the fuck does he say? He goes, "This one is dedicated to the one I love." Uh, there's so many fucking musical one-liners in this goddamn movie that I I, I, I can't stand it. So kills Matt. Yeah, Courtney and what's her nuts? Courtney fucking, and Amy peace out. They, they they hop out of the car. They fucking go running back to the condo. To the so condo. we cut back to TJ and Sheila. Sheila. Uh, they're banging on another condo door, which at this point I thought we're led to believe that there's it was nobody. Empty, yeah, but yeah, apparently yeah. people actually live in these fucking places. Uh, yeah, fucking guess, whatever. Yeah. Who fucking knows at this point? So at the, uh, right here we have blah, 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 blah. TJ gets fucking drilled to death. Drilled to death because no one's answering the door. Finally, uh, Sheila, Sheila fucking, fucking runs. She pieces, leaves TJ. TJ's out by the garage, and the fucking guy actually opens the door, and he's like the classic cliche. It's supposed to be funny, but he says fucking kids closes his door kids uh and i guess also at this point we're led to believe that uh the driller killer could teleport seemingly because the two girls the two remaining girls uh uh no sorry there's three girls left yeah uh we have uh sh- fuck sheila courtney? Amy and courtney all right so who locked themselves in the room Amy and Courtney are locked themselves in the room. Okay, Amy and Courtney lock themselves in the room, which is also a recycled scene from the first film. 100%. Now it's Amy. Wait. Oh, fuck. Sheila, come on, man. Jesus Christ. You know what? I said these names several times. I, I know, I know, but they don't fucking matter. All right. All right, so she is kind of left to... So, so, so I'll, I'll, I'll pick it up. Thank you. God damn it. <laughs> I'm getting flustered. So fucking Sheila like finds her way back to the house, back to the fucking condo, and she's like panicky running upstairs like trying to escape the drill killer drill killer is literally right fucking behind her at this point um so she gets upstairs and and, and this nigga here he starts fucking starts his own he fucking- goes this is where the fun begins oh. and he takes a big swig of champagne hits the lights which turn to like creep show lighting like, and we get and he has his own he literally has he has a fucking solo in the middle of the fucking movie. I got movie. a penthouse at the Ritz. I bought it with my hits. I got a rather large amount in a Swiss bank account. Yeah. Uh, I hated this. He's breakdancing? Which the motherfucking, he can fucking move. Oh, he's so awesome. He can fucking go. He is so cool. Dancing. But then the hook that gets stuck in your fucking brain <laughs> for fucking, you need uh, uh, a fucking, uh, uh, a drill. Like I said, a drill in your fucking head to get it out. Let's buzz. Let's buzz. So the fucking entire time that song is going on and fucking Sheila's outside outside of the bedroom trying to get into the fucking the fucking bedroom. And the two, that, the two, and two inside are just but like, the two oh. inside have the fucking door barricaded. Literally like the first fucking movie. 
It was just a dresser. They could have got her. They could have fucking moved the dresser and fucking just dragged her ass in there so she wouldn't have died. They let her die. They let her die. They absolutely let her die. So Driller Killer fucking uh, drills. Yeah. He he kills Sheila. Kills Sheila. And then it cuts to like back back into the bedroom, and then the, you you see the drill fucking go through the fucking the door the door and address her. So, the, so yeah, Amy, so Amy and Courtney escapes out the fucking window onto the top of the fucking uh, condo. Now this is where the driller killer kind of almost gets one of them with the drill, and they run away, and he does the whole I can't get no satisfaction. So many goddamn musical one-liners in this movie oh Fuck. it's phenomenal Ugh. uh so this is where they're running through uh like uh, uh, they, the, they're, the, they're they're running they, they don't get there yet they, they fucking start running like down the street and like through like corners and, and, and cuts and shit like that and then that's this, this is when the fucking music hits the fucking final music of the fucking the rest of the movie can't stop won't stop loving you yeah oh my god if so we could get if we could get a fucking sound clip of this song uh, like right about be, now, that yeah, that would be this horseshit. That we fucking can, great, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. So can't stop, won't stop. Uh, so they, so he 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 slashes fucking Amy with the fucking drill, so she's yeah. cut up and shit a few times, I think actually, and then they actually get to this abandoned fucking this not abandoned but this like in progress. Um, uh, subdivision that they're building. House, yeah. yeah, they're they're still in construction. There's yeah. no walls, but the fucking uh, the foundation is there. Foundations there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the girls get upstairs to a part of the fucking uh, the the being the 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 in progress being built house. I don't know why they can never fucking say that, say that word. <laughs> and so and then yeah. and they're sitting at the top of the fucking the the, the top of the fucking uh, upstairs apparently and like the fucking, attic. Yeah, and Courtney's fucking bleeding her at no not Courtney. Amy's fucking bleeding her ass off. So she's bleeding and then it's literally. Like, this is like the same scene from the fucking first movie where the fucking blood reveals what the fuck they are. Where Brink Stevens is bleeding underneath the door. Yeah. Yeah. So the blood's just dripping down and the fucking the driller killer's like walking down there looking around trying to figure out what the fuck they are. Yeah. And then I think he gets either he either gets stripped on or he says fucking see the blood or some he, shit. He gets stripped on. Okay. He's enjoying a cigarette at this point. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, you know, all the cool guys are doing that. Yeah, yeah. So it, then it gets quiet and then they're fucking talking about, we gotta get out of here, we gotta, we gotta be all right. And then, then you see the fucking the drill come through the fucking through the floor where they're sitting <laughs> and then they where... fucking then they start running again and then here's come the fucking music again yeah and then Amy somehow like slips yeah and then they're fucking they, they start they start to run again and Amy fucking somehow I, I feel like I feel like Courtney I feel they were running side by side and Courtney's giving her like a quick little sh- a quick little nudge like bitch get out of my way <laughs> <laughs> it was clearly and, an accident yeah. Right, yeah and Amy fucking falls out of the fucking window and she's holding on for day life she said don't let me go don't let me go oh lordy and Amy being a Courtney being a bitch, she is, she lets it fall. So Amy's gone. Amy's dead. Amy's dead from a fall from two story window. Literally two story window. Yeah, like that should twist your ankle. It should. Yeah, but she's fucking dead. Yeah. Now this is where the driller killer has one of his like last kind of lines where he's like, yeah, they cut they cut to a scene where like she, like Courtney's upstairs again, fucking trying to hide, and he's like in like a, a, a like a a window pane, and he says what? She made me cry. So she had to die. <laughs> she had to die. Can't stop. <laughs> Won't stop. Loving you. Back to that goddamn song. Uh, and then he does the whole line. Uh, somehow Courtney runs and she gets to a settling torch. Yeah, the, I don't on top know of the roof. why. I don't know why there's a settling torch uh, in this construction site, but there fucking is. It's literally just like like wood and plywood. So I don't know why they would need a fucking torch. So homeboy shows up and does uh, his his okay, final his final fucking uh, whatever, and it's uh, come on, baby, light my fire. And Courtney's like, okay, 
And she gets all weird and like creepy faced and like like she's like finally lost her fucking mind and she fucking burns him to death. Oh, these weird like Mortal Kombat annihilation graphics oh, of God. fire where he's like in flames yeah. and then falls off the fucking building. Yeah. Huh? And then immediately after that it's daylight. The next yeah, next scene is daylight and then they're 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 wheeling fucking Amy's body away. And yeah. then Courtney's like, Wait, I gotta see you one more last time because I'm fucking weird and I like seeing dead bodies of people and she she, she fucking pulls the blanket off of her. her. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh you see Amy's eyes open and she says, What now? I forget what she says. Oh, she doesn't fucking say anything. She says, I, she says something that the driller killer would say. But it's like, it's in, like in the driller killer's voice. In the driller killer's yeah. voice. I don't know. Like, and, hey, it's me. Fuck. And shit. he's like laughing like and she's like, Does the laugh doing the yeah. laugh sound and they they fucking wheel her away. But then they cut to the very last scene in the movie. Courtney's in bed with Matt, yeah. wakes up and is smiling like the whole thing was a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like they went the the phantasm approach where like oh shit everything was a dream like okay right. that's kind of fucking weird uh-huh. um so she's hugging Matt they they start doing the awkward making out again and then and then, and then you see the fucking uh, the hand Matt's hand him, Matt's hand turns you see like a, a like a, a fingerless glove appear on hand on his hand <laughs> which and I then, guess would be kind of like seeing a Freddy glove yeah yeah fuck um but also these arms are like they were kind of depressing. Yeah, brother like, was fucking super skinny. Dude, you're in a fucking movie. Like, do some fucking push-ups. I mean, if, 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 if nigga had bone cancer, I don't know how much... He didn't have bone cancer then. Okay, all right. He got it after the... He got it on something... Probably fucking hanging out in Roger Corman's set, the lumberyard. He was probably breathing in some weird shit and got it there. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. Uh, so then that's where uh, uh, so Courtney this, this, screams. This the, final, yeah, the final reveal of the fucking Jilly Killer, and she screams, and she screams, and she screams, and all of a sudden, the camera cuts to a different, not, not a different point of view, but like a different... Like, it's a different It's a, a different setting. A different set, like a, it's a the different, asylum a that Valerie was in. Like a different camera, camera fucking... Um, the camera's tilted us in the corner yeah. of a room, and it shows that it's the same fucking room that Valerie, her sister, was in Courtney, earlier in the movie. Fucking losing her fucking mind, screaming with a crazy face again. And then the drill comes through the floor. It comes through the floor, like in the, like like the like she's in a corner, and the drill comes through the floor, like right in front. Of so the now, camera. was this entire fucking thing, every little fucking thing, a dream? And it turns out instead of Valerie, she was in the insane asylum this whole time. I guess I, that sounds accurate, but I, I feel like, like, like we were saying in the beginning of the fucking episode, I was like, like, I feel like Valerie would, Valerie would have been fucking crazy too, unless Valerie just fucking like decided to off herself. This is one of the, the hardest movie. movies to digest. Yeah. In sense of like, what the fuck is the meaning of it? What the fuck is going on? Right. What is fuck is happening? Deborah yeah. Brock, what the fuck were you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Now, I fucking love this movie because of the driller killer. Mm-hmm. And I also kind of love that the movie makes no fucking sense. Okay. I honestly do. It's it's my kind of trash, like All I've right. said before. Now, out of five scaries, I'm going to give it three. Okay. Yeah. Three out of five scaries. I highly recommend it to people that are hungover and are waking up and can't get out of bed and they want to fucking just, I don't know, die in bed and melt and not have to use their brain, okay. I would say it's perfect for that. I would say if you're eating a bunch of edibles, throw this on. This is not for your everyday normal novice horror fan. This is for ones that are a little deeper, deep into horror. Um, a little deeper. Uh, uh, yeah, I feel like this this movie is recommended for people like that. Um, if you're listening to the show, chances are you're a very big fan of horror or you're friends of ours or family and you're just trying to support. Yeah. Um, 
I recommend the movie to you guys. Do you? Yeah, I do. Do you? I really do. Because I do not. You son of a bitch! Recommend this movie to any fucking body. Anybody? No. Ugh. This movie sucked. How many scaries you giving it? The only good thing about this movie was fucking the girls because they, they were all hot. Christopher Bernard had a has a fucking great body. Yeah. Um, the killer I, I didn't like the killer. The killer sucked. The the guy sucked. You didn't the singing, like the, the, the singing why he was killing people sucked to me. Like this movie sucked and you, it was the shits. Tell me you liked his dance moves. His dance was fucking dope. Like I yeah, said, I yeah, they lie. were they were really good yeah. dance moves. But like other than that, like the one liners were fucking way too cringy for me to be to get into. Like I no, please. Like he recommends it. I don't. This is the first time we've ever had a, a differing opinion about a movie on this fucking show so far. And um, I'm, I'm sure it's not going to be the last time. To be honest, no, it's not going to be because there's going to be a lot of shit that we're going to cover. Yeah, uh, so I, I give this movie a, 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 a single individual scary. One scary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's better than half a scary. I mean, I, if honestly, the, the dance moves gives it a half scary to be <laughs> well guys that was our jesus christ that was our breakdown of slumber party massacre 2 we really hope you enjoyed it guys if you want to reach out to us you can get a hold of us at you can reach us at damn that scary pod on the instagram you can hit us up at damn that scary on the twitter you can hit us up if you have any questions comments or concerns if you want having any suggestions for us of movies, like like we said at the beginning of the show, please send us suggestions about vampire movies for the month of October. We will do so much fucking research on the vampire movies that you want us to review, yeah. and we will go deep into it and present it in the fashion that we normally do. But yeah, of course, send us any like any suggestions to damnthatscarypod at gmail.com. But the only thing is, is that next week's episode is already set in stone. That is going right. to be right night yes sir um so do your fucking homework hit us up on on twitter and instagram i am frankie feathers on instagram he is caesar ritaville on instagram i'm frankie feathers with a z on twitter he is also again caesar ritaville on twitter as well guys and check out all the other shows on the network here yes um and uh um quick question producer matt what happened to are we doing this right because i I was i actually i started listening to it and I, i actually enjoyed it we'll talk off there okay so wait uh the the show are we doing this right did they have the same type of drama that those girls uh call her daddy have they did okay 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 this is this all right so this isn't this isn't talk this this is is tea we can't spill on the show all right all right right. guys (laughs) i i guess in closing my name is micah my name is will and guys keep it spooky and of course let's buzz can't stop loving you. I won't stop till I do. this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. we got to drive 75 yards. All right? We could do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. 
So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready. Set. Mother. Delay of game. Offense.